myself from starting up a podcast. This is my favorite podcast on the system. This is Swag Nito with Clicks TV, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero with This is Kyler from Generation Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H. Hi, this is Ryan Morgan with Glass Cabinet Films, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I have with me my cousin and good friend Austin Smith. Oh, that's adorable. I didn't know it was your good friend. And the man who does more teabagging than a 12-year-old playing Halo. The man who handles more box than a backroom FedEx worker. The man who fills more gaps than a cop gun. And the man who spent more time on the mound than Satchel Page. Hey, how you doing? Mr. Drew Otterson. Hey, listeners. Thanks again for tuning in to our Dial H for Hero Clicks episode 100 last week. And thank you, a big thank you again to all our special guests we had. And uh, we didn't get to catch up our mailbag, though. That was initially the plan, was so sad. doing a big mailbag episode. Just so crushed. Answering fail question, fan questions. Fail questions, <laughs> fan questions, same difference. Probably both. <laughs> <clears throat> so we, we're going to take this week and dedicate a big chunk of the podcast to that. But we're also going to give you some Age of Ultron sealed picks. And then next week, the goal is to have... Uh, a special guest on to help us break down the Avengers ID roundtable, whatever you want to call the resource officially. Break that down and give you some advice and tips on that next week. Even I don't know who this mystery guest is. Even I don't yet. (laughs) So, Uh let's get into news first. There is very little, most of it Age of Ultron related, including the OP kit for month two, which includes quite possibly the best Avengers ID card and a pretty cool figure. Yep. I'll talk about the ID card, but let also talk about the figure. figure. The ID card is Hulk. Obviously, it costs five points. Listen to this inspiration effect, Austin. Can use charge, modify attack value by plus one when making a close combat attack. That's not good, Hunter. Why would you want to use charge? Seems fair to give all my adjacent people charge. Now, I've had a question... Can you even do that? Could you um, use char- Could you start adjacent to this character and then charge away? Wouldn't that be an illegal action? Well, no, it, it wouldn't be an illegal action. The, the way with clicks is you got to think of activations. This is actually similar, uh, something that popped in my mind as like a similar thing to think about is like when you have flurry mm-hmm. and say I, I use my first attack, I hit you, you have mystics, it knocks me off of flurry. I still get to finish my second attack. Yeah. Even though I now don't have Flurry. Because I began the action of Flurry, and I get to fully resolve it. And that's so why that's were, the same thing here. When they did that rules update, they changed Flurry to do that because it was against the typical layout beforehand. So the way that charge works is you act, you give your character a power action to use charge, and then you now have to finish everything that's inside of charge before it finishes. So when, as long as you started, you activated the action of charge... Next to Hulk, you would get to still do the second step, which is the attack. And that's another thing, if you think about it, that's another reason why you can't do free actions inside of an action. You can't you can't use <clears throat> outwit in the middle of your charge, because that, char- that charge has to be fully resolved before anything else happens. So that's why you get to use this and charge away from the Hulk. Now, I argue, I haven't seen an official ruling on this, I argue that you would not get the plus one attack if you're not adjacent to him. 
Because it just says modify. It's a separate effect. For one, it's a separate effect. For two, it says modify attack value by plus one when making a close combat attack. It again, the attack part is kicking in once you're no longer adjacent to this Hulk. And again, it's separated by a period. It's a separate thing. If it read when using charge, yeah. modify plus one attack, then that would be a different case. But see, I I totally agree that. Well, no, because even if it said when using charge, modify when making a close combat attack, they'd still have to be adjacent to him when they ended the charge, basically. I guess what I'm saying is if it said that, I'd be a little more open yeah. to it's the against. Way. I don't know if it's against intention or not. I could see it either way, but it's one of those cases where they're going to have to clarify. Anyways. Hulk, That's a damn good card. It's probably the best one given charge for five points. Oh, yeah, because, you know, we didn't have a series of hammers giving charge that were good. So... Then our figure is one spiffy looking some bitch. I tell you, this is the coolest sculpt I've seen in a long time. I they want everybody to have a sculpt that's literally this exact thing. Like I, wish... I want a Hulk who's sitting Indian style, floating Hunter, on purple energy. I just want to say with a cape. I hope one of these days I emit pink particles out of my ass. <laughs> uh, Graviton. Graviton is a great character, and we don't get enough clicks of him. Um, he's 225 points. Uh, aim scientist keywords, which everyone loves that aim keyword, Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, his trait is the power of uh, the power of Gravitron, Lord of Fundamental Forces. He can use in cap. When he does, he may deal hit damage equal to his printed damage value split among the targets. That's a little cool. Uh, he's got a special attack power, total control of Gravitons and anti-Gravitons. He can use telekinesis. If he uses telekinesis to move an opposing character, he may treat that character as friendly when he does. If he has no action tokens, he may use telekinesis as a free action, but only to target an object. And I've said before, we've actually run into, like, theory crafting what would ha- or how they would word the rules on using TK on an enemy without having to roll or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here we go. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a great way to do it. This is the first one I can think of. That's done that. Can you think of anybody else who... No, I've always said they need to do, like, a Magneto or somebody that does something like that. I can't think of anybody else either. um, He gets a defense ability, energy shield, deflection, toughness, uh, damage power, opposing characters who begin an action within five squares replace their speed value with three and locked. Now, the cool thing about that damage power, if if we look at the dial here, we'll pull it up. If you guys want to look, HC Realms. Actually, this is on HeroClicks.com, but um, they don't... Or, sorry, Figures.com. But they don't do a good job of showing the actual dial. But the actual dial is up on HC Realm's unit section. So go with us on the unit section and go to 102 Graviton. The cool thing about that damage power, opposing characters who begin an action within five squares replace their speed value with three and is locked. He has a running shot pulse wave on those three clicks. Just a 12-5. So he makes it much harder, actually pretty much impossible, unless you outwit that power, to get for the- you to get out of the range of his pulse wave for the yep. next turn. Um, he starts out with, a, or he has flight indom, uh, starts out 9 range, triple bolt, sidestep the special attack power for TKing enemies, um, and the free TK, and then uh, invul. Uh, three on click three through five, he has running shot, pulse wave, imperv, the special damage power, and his last three clicks, it's a force blast, energy explosion, nine range triple bullet energy explosion down dial hunter with force blast too. with the special defense power of energy shield toughness. Yeah, I mean like that. I like this guy. See, the thing I keep forgetting when I initially looked at this dial, I was like, eh, two twenty five is expensive for somebody who can be outwitted. But then I was like, you know what? Traded in Traded in cap with dealing my printed damage value is too good to pass up when I have nine range triple bolt. I think it's a pretty solid figure. I still think it's 
its price tag keeps it balanced. I think its price tag keeps it an average figure. But yeah. I think it's really fun. I definitely want to try him. I don't know if I would make him part of like a 300-point team specifically, but a 400, 500-point game, and I'd try him out easily. Yeah, for sure. Especially if I'm running a bit. Yeah, him on a big aim team would be really fun. Yeah, because one of the big weaknesses of playing a big point figure is getting out action, and all of a sudden when you're triple in-capping and damaging them, that isn't really happening. In other news, we had... Let's go over all the Avengers... Age of Ultron stuff first. If you go to HeroClicks.com, they've done kudos with kids. Very Major nice job here. here. They have fully scanned in every single card, uh, ID card, and shown where exactly those ID cards can be found. Now, I didn't notice a small mistake. They have OP Booster Brick, Age of Ultron Storyline OP Booster Brick 1 marked for both of them. I believe the second set should say Brick 2. Because they then it goes straight to the OP kits and then straight yeah. to Nick Fury. But uh, all of these little cards are clickable. And then when you click it, it brings it up, zooms it in for you so you can read it. So very cool. Um, obviously, we're not going to go over all of them. But just this is a page to um, to bookmark on your, on your web browser because it does list every single one and tells you exactly where you Even can the it. Nick Fury ones. Yes. That's worth noting. That's true. We could talk about briefly the Nick Fury one. So because there's two of these. There in are here, two I think special are really ones. Yeah. They, if you notice, they look nothing like the rest of them, and they say Shield. One has a gold icon. One has a white icon. Level one and level seven. That's all they say on the front. They they have a little fingerprint icon. They instead of the picture of the character, they have the Shield logo on there instead of the picture of the character. So, I mean. I assume maybe it has something to do with like point value. Maybe it goes off keywords. I'm just saying if they I don't know. if they print okay for starters, what is Shield good at? Sitting next to an ally and buffing the living shit out of them. Mm-hmm. If they print ID cards that let you just generically pick a Shield character below a set point value or something to bring in, that's gonna be nuts. Like I'm looking forward to seeing what the hell those things do. Well, if it goes off team ability. I think I'm picking my man, Major Glenn Talbot. <laughs> I think everybody. Who would obviously be lo- low enough points for pretty much anybody because he's only 33 points. But jury's still out on exactly what, what those do, do yeah. but I'm sure we'll find out soon. And, and there's, then, there's some great characters I wasn't expecting to get ID cards. It kind of makes me... I want to say the whole ID card thing kind of upsets me a little bit because I don't like the fact that they're just like making one resource able to do damn near everything and then some. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, some great characters in there. I mean, we're getting an Ares card, for heaven's sake. I wasn't expecting that at all. The con exclusives, the ones that have already been out, Ant-Man, Ares, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, Namor, Shang-Chi, Spider-Man, and then the upcoming ones that have not been out yet, Swordsman, Tigra, Sentry, and Captain Marvel. You know what would be nice, Austin? A new Sentry. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. I love Sentry. So maybe that's a sign we're getting a Sentry in Age of Ultron 2 or in uh, uh Age Nick of Ultron Fury. 2's full set's almost spoiled now. Is we're it? only a couple figures off now. We'll have to talk about that soon, too, yep. once it gets all officially done. All right, in non-Age of Ultron news, we have Exodia, the Forbidden One, finally. Oh, man, and this guy. So this guy is the OP kit for... The third set, he's in there. He is 400 or 250, 
and he does not have to form up. You do not have to do the fusion I'm with five sad. pieces. I'm kind of glad because you'd never get no, to No, no, no. What they should have done is they should have had the five pieces of separate figures and you assemble them Hulkbuster style. He has a pretty cool trait. He gets it at both point values. Exodia, the Forbidden One, begins the game with five broken bond tokens on its card. While any broken bond tokens are on its card, he can't be targeted, moved, placed, attacked, or damaged. I should just say can't do anything except put tokens on the card. Like, that would just save them some room. During the beginning of your turn, roll a d6 that can't be re-rolled. On a 2 to 4, remove one token. On a 5 to 6, remove two tokens. Up to two. So you could choose to slow it down if you wanted to. Remove up to two. Exodia cannot be assigned relics or resources. At either point value, he's going to... I should mention, for 150 points, you're only getting three... I'm saying 150 extra. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. For the extra 150 to to bump him up to 400, you're only getting three clicks of life, but... He has a his top dial on that four hundred is really strong. And I think that defensive ability makes those three clicks economically more than three. Right, that's what I'm saying. He's got a twenty defense and a special defense power that ignores all but one damage dealt to it, and it can't be countered or ignored. He has that on two of the three clicks. On the one that he doesn't, he has invincible. So this dude's definitely worth the one fifty in my mind. He also has a 6 damage outwit, a 13 attack psychic blast. What about that range hunter? There's a number we haven't seen in a very long time. A 12 range single bolt. And he is a colossal, we should mention it as well, so he can colossal push. Uh, but his special movement power is Exodia the Forbidden One. Can you sidestep but moves 3 squares instead of 2? He has that on his first 6 clicks if you play him full points, and then the rest of the dial he gets running shot. Yeah, because a, a running shot with freaking 10, 11, 12 movement with a 12 range can't hit anywhere on the map. He always has either outwit or prob, except for his very last click. He always has either the ignore all but one damage power, or invincible, or impervious on his entire dial. Imperv on his last two clicks. I mean, that's kind of bad. And then... At times, and then he always has either Psychic Blast, Pulse Wave, or Obliterate. Give him a double power action. Choose a square within range and line of fire, so any square within 12. When you do, he can use Pulse Wave as a free action as if it occupied that square. That that always is totally a balanced type of power. If he targets more than one character in this way, his damage value becomes 3 and is locked. That also I just totally want to balanced. say, Hunter, uh, you know what I would give this guy in a heartbeat? This Millennium Ring thing. He lets right. him just ignore looking at it. Oh, he can't be assigned relics or resources. Well, he doesn't care anyway. I mean, Colossal, you, you're going to be able to draw a line of fire. I'm just saying, you but with you'd be able to see literally everywhere. Um, this guy's almost totally breaks Yu-Gi-Oh! only events. I'm I, not going to lie. I would agree. Like, I'm debating not allowing him in our month six when we eventually do that. Because I'm giving him out today in our month five. I'm debating not allowing him in six. He literally looks that ridiculously strong for Yu-Gi-Oh! only events. Yeah. But here's... The thing that baffles me is I don't get what the point of the broken bond thing is except for slowing down the game. I mean, I get that the rest of your team has to deal with the enemy for... Or that you can wipe out his support or whatever first. But otherwise, it's just... If if he's the only figure on your opponent's team, he's just going to sit there for 
five turns. Well, he can do whatever he wants. It doesn't say he can't do anything, does it? It says, while any broken bond tokens are on its card, Exodia can't be targeted, moved, placed. Oh, so he I can't guess move, but... He can't be moved, placed, attacked, or damaged. It, it doesn't I, say he I can't guess, attack or damage. I guess, yeah, I guess Exodia couldn't move. He can't be moved or placed, so I couldn't... Well, obviously, you can't DK him anyways, because he's a uh, colossal. But it doesn't say he can't attack. It says he can't be attacked. Yeah, or holy damaged. shit. That just got now, it does better. say moved, so I would think maybe I can't move him. But if the opponent was dumb enough to come within 12 range of me, I would assume by the wording here that I could attack. So why would I just not sit next to Exodia with my team and wait out the five turns to get him out? Right. I think I think even without that trade, he's way worth his points. Oh yeah. I don't think that trade even needs to be on there. No, I agree. Honestly, well, I thought he couldn't attack. That's what was I was no. like, oh, then he's just a statue for five turns, and that what's even ridiculous. It's even. More I mean, ridiculous. I think he can even legitimately hold his own in a regular old event, like I a agree. regular Heroclix event. The only thing that, the only reason I say he's he couldn't or maybe couldn't. Is that it's two again? You're usually gonna play three hundred. You know you're gonna have to start him at two fifty. On two fifty, he doesn't start with that ignore all but one damage. Oh, he starts true. with a nineteen invincible, so he could be outwitted right there. Um, as long as he doesn't have broken bond tokens, because you, you that would be targeting him without. You know, what actually makes me sad, and this Exodia brings up to me again. The fact that Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't have team abilities. I was kind of hoping they do a, custom, a couple of custom ones. Yeah, especially since they ended up making so many figures for it. Yeah. Like, I mean, Slifer and Exodia and all them could get some cool ones, or just do all the different elements. Um, and then the last thing, I'll share this on our Facebook page and our Twitter for those of you guys who... This popped up pretty there. late on our Hero Clicks last night. There is a little, I don't know what you want to say, it's like solicit, kind of, for Superman Wonder Woman. Which shows some things that are very hard to see. But it does show three Colossals. Uh, one of which looks like some type of Gorilla Grodd. With radioactive eye beams. <laughs> one of which looks like some kind of Flaming robot. luchador com- gimp. <laughs> I didn't know. At first I thought it was Bane. Like it was supposed to be like Venom pumped old school Bane. But I have no idea. That's way too big to be Bane. Uh, yeah. But I mean that's way too big to be Grodd too. And then the there's a giant Superman composite composite, composite robot. Superman robot thing that I don't know, but since it's colossal, I'm gonna have to buy. And then a few figures from the set, including a Wonder Woman, a That's Red a Rain Superman Prime. I'm guessing that this might be a Red Rain Batman. No, uh, that Batman is because he's got the Ushanka on. That's uh, Earth Two Batman. Oh, okay. Where he's got the red on his costume. Earth 2 Batman looks cool. I like the costume design of it. But notice those three Supermen are all on the same base. Yeah. I wonder if it's just like a Clark Kent turning into Superman kind of... I don't know. Script, I'll have to, I'm sure we'll... Um, once once Age of Ultron is done, or at least once they've officially spoiled the second wave, then they'll start getting into Nick Fury and Superman Wonder Woman, and we'll find out. I just want to say I'm not looking forward to playing nothing but against Superman for the next few months well how do you feel about facing nothing but ultron or uh, avengers for the next i was about to say hunter hold on ultron i can handle because i can rock a chubby while sitting there at the table the whole time and just be so happy are we gonna segue into that segment on that i'm just gonna ignore that entire thing you just said it keeps your opponent uh distracted okay uh perplexed one might say 
Perplexed, yeah, there we go. Outwitted, too. <laughs> so, Age of Ultron steals advice. <laughs> Let's get right off the topic. I was trying to set you onto a segue, and you just didn't. <clears throat> I'm trying to keep visions from getting in my head of my it's opponent too late having each other. Visions, that's an Ultron pun, isn't it? Age of Ultron sealed. <laughs> <laughs> there are not that many figures in each wave, which is a good and bad thing. Good because it's a little easier to collect than War of Light. Because even though War of Light almost, like, this almost has as many numbered figures as War of Light. This has far less primes. Remember all the little prime guys we had in War of Light? Mm-hmm. Including all the different versions of how... Like, even including the ones that weren't actually technically primes, quote-unquote. Yeah, we just had a lot of recolored people. So this actually is a lot easier to collect, but a little bit less diverse in the sealed department. But I still feel like it's a pretty solid sealed set when I was looking through here. Yeah. What Austin and I are going to do is each pick two from each... Um, Com- uh, wow, I'm having a brain for it. Rarity. Jesus hey, it's Christ. It's okay, Hunter. It's not your fault. That picture of my chubby... It's, it's a little just... early this morning. <laughs> um, so I'll let Austin go first, and then I'll go, and we'll take turns picking. We'll start with the common slot, which there are a lot of very solid commons, I thought. Gosh, I it was hard to pick. Who do you like Who do you like the best out of the commons? I like AOU009 Alexis, personally, because... Mm-hmm. Anytime in sealed, you can get your hands on a prob, you take it, especially for 65 points. Especially with two keywords, you can almost guaranteed make a theme team out of. Overall, I mean, you're looking at a precision strike four range, you're not really going to get too much out of that, probably. Uh, three damage, though, isn't bad on a 65 point piece. Uh, energy shield prob, just a solid support piece and super tertiary attacker on your third slot, which is what you want. I had Alexis on my list, but I had her much farther down. Really? But I did have, like you said, prob is invaluable and sealed. She so. also picks up uh, 18 defend later, but usually you want defend top dial, not bottom. The thing I, I didn't like about her is the four range and energy shield combination. I, I didn't care much for that. If I'm going to have energy shield, give me six or more range. But anyways, solid figure. It's a know. ranged heavy set, though. Solid figure for uh, sealed. Uh, yeah, that is a good point. It is a very range heavy set. Um, if I had to pick one, it it's tough. I have about three that are like tied i'm gonna go with monica chang though she is 65 points shield team ability stealth which austin and i were discussing very strong in this set yep and a great combo of stealth and combat reflexes uh six range like i said with psychic blast and a damage power she can use enhancement and perplex again we just said ranged heavy set Stealth is very valuable. She has stealth. She has enhancement to buff your ranged range pieces. pieces. She also has the shield team ability to buff their range plus one. And then she can also use perplex. When she uses perplex, she may modify a combat value negative two instead if the target has armor or robot. Almost Gee, that's guaranteed. only everybody in this set. So I really like this figure. She's very solid for only 65 points. Um, I... I do think you have to try to keep her top dial. Uh, yeah. Which won't be too hard because, I mean, technically, I don't think, like, looking through the list, I don't recall anyone sticking out to me as having Ignore's Hindering on I, targeting. I didn't either. Um, so, I mean, with she effectively has an 18 defense. Right. For all intents and purposes. And even though she doesn't have willpower, <clears throat> there's two, two points I want to make to why that doesn't really matter. One, very few people in this set actually have willpower. Yeah. And two... 
Her second click is identical to her first. So when and if you need to push, you can easily do so without worrying too much. It's literally identical. So that's why I picked her first. Who's your second? Um, it's hard. There's a lot of them I really, really like. Um, I like the Wasp, the 005 Wasp. Yes, she was one of the one I was debating. Um, the big thing about common slots is typically when playing sealed, I try to pick lower point figures to try to fill in the back of the team and fill in what I need. Yeah. Um, and uh, at 70 points, she's the perfect point value for it. Five range, double bolt in cap, which in cap and sealed people overlook a lot, I think. For sure. Um, especially, as you said, in a set like this that's lacking a lot of willpower, in cap becomes substantially better. Um, on top of that, she's got a damage power of shape change. When she does, she may increase the result by one for each adjacent friendly character with a shared keyword, which is Avengers Celebrity Lady Liber- Liberators, which... There's a good amount of Avengers in here. Mm-hmm. Um, the big thing to keep in mind is uh, Tiny, with this being a ranged heavy set too, Tiny is way better too, because it's basically like a half energy shield. So she's most of the time going to be at 18 shape change super senses with the potential to buff that shape change even higher with all the Avengers in this set. Yep, and then down dial, she's still useful, uh, picking up willpower, precision strike, outwit, and stealth. Once again, stealth great in this set. There's some outwits, but there's not a ton of them, I'd say. Um, so, I mean, any piece that's still going to get hit for three or four and still end up at a solid place is good in my book. And again, since she's tiny size, I think she helps your pacing a lot. You can carry her up first turn, your opponent moves up first turn, and then she runs out and double bolt in caps. Yep. That's her first attack, and you just totally Shut incapacitated. Down yeah. And that lets you clear or go on the offensive, whichever choice you end up going with. Yep. Um, at the time. Boy, since you took my Wasp, now I'm having difficulty choosing my second one. Well, you it's, took my Monica Chang, it's only <laughs> fair. It's between Ant... Uh, oh, man. Yellow Jacket, <laughs> Ant-Man, and Hank Pym are I all did. very good. I, I think know. I'm going to have to go with Ant-Man, though. I think I'm going to go with the 100-point Ant-Man. He has morph and can morph mm-hmm. with Hank Pym, Ant-Man, and... I don't think Yellow Jacket... The Yellow no, Jacket no. is, is uh, Janet. So he's got Hank Pym and Ant-Man in the common slot, and then he's got um, another one we'll get to later in the Super Air slot. But anyways, um, the cool thing about him is this movement power. He can use Charge, Sidestep, and Stealth. Again, Stealth's very strong. Yep. 17 combat reflexes. But charge, sidestep, and stealth give him a free action, and an adjacent friendly character with the normal damage symbol has either tiny or giant until your next turn. That's a free action. Oh gee, I carry, all of a sudden I can carry people without uh, without penalty, or all of a sudden freaking... Uh... And he still has charge, sidestep, and stealth, and two other great powers lacking in the set, poison and exploit weakness. There, when we get later to the figures, there's a lot of Ultrons that have dampeners for days. You're going to need this exploit weakness or an outwit. Yep. Um, he has the exploit with charge, <laughs> sidestep, stealth. I just, I really like the figure. He's very solid for all six clicks. Even on his nine attack clicks, he has perplex or has exploit weakness and poison. So I just, I think he's really worth it, even in a regular game, but especially in this set. I agree. I also like him at 50. <clears throat> It's, the only thing is that fifty, he doesn't. He only has a nine attack, and he doesn't, and he doesn't exploit. have exploit. But um, it is worth noting too that you're likely to pick up at least one of his identities in your two boosters if you're playing double booster. I mean, like mm-hmm. the chances that 
But special mentions to Yellow Jacket, who also is very good. Sh- traded shape change wild card, <clears throat> also with super senses and perplex. Did um, she can also choose tiny? I mean, she's she's similar to the the wasp you talked about. She, with with yeah, even think about this: you perp your defense, you choose tiny size. You're now at 18. Plus, if they shoot you, you're a 19 with shape change and super senses. Yep. I mean, she's solid um, too. I was gonna ask: Does Hank have any changes in uh, Avengers Assemble? I don't think he does. Well, I don't think so. But we he has all those that came out of the Hank pin. Well, I meant thing. for the sake of if you were playing one AOU, one Avengers Assemble. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't think so. But let's very quickly. I don't think he was in there at all. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say. Well, I... no, wait. He was uh, the the chase. Oh, remember? Was he? The chase was... Uh, oh, wait, that was Hawkeye. Yeah, it's Hawkeye Goliath. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he wasn't in it at all. Probably because they knew that we're about to print. We're about to get 50, 50 Hank Pims. Hank Pims. If you told me we were going to get, like, 12 Hank Pims this year, I would have called you a liar. All right, so there are only eight uncommons. Nine if you count the second part of the dial for the Ultron 8. We're each going to choose two. So basically, these are your top half choices on your uncommons. And I'll let Austin start first. I know he's going to pick my pick, though. Are you sure, Hunter? Yes. Are you positive, Hunter? Because this might be my favorite character ever. I don't know if you're aware of it. You're going to go with Iron Man? I'm going with 017 Iron Man. This is not your typical Iron Man, is it? No, this is definitely not. Because this is a beefer Iron Man. With zero Uh, range. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. The targeting system is totally just broken. (laughs) Use the force, Luke. 90 points, uh, charge, super strength, invul, outwit. I think they accidentally switched Hulk and Iron Man's dial. Uh, I don't, I don't even know. Well, Hulk wouldn't have super strength and outwit at the same time. That's, that's throwing me off here. You got me there. Uh, his trait is the original Invincible Iron Man. If the first ranged combat attack made during an opponent's turn doesn't target Iron Man, modifier the attacker's attack and damage by one. That's a, a little good. Uh, especially considering, as we've said four times now, this is a ranged heavy set. A little good. Um, he he swaps down into some blades mid dial, Iron Man with blades. The day has come, Hunter, where the world is just fucking cats and dogs are friends now, Hunter. I don't know what to take of this. Um, he picks up a special damage power if he has any action tokens. Friendly character within two squares can use energy shield and deflection. Mm-hmm. Is that adjacent, Hunter? Mm-mm. It's within two squares. Which, once again, it's our range to be set. Um, bottom dial picks up some poison, willpower, and keeps that damage power. Um, 90 points, he is not bad at all. Especially with ultra heavies, all of a sudden you're looking at a 90 point figure hitting you for 6 damage after outwitting your defense power. Ridiculous. There's no power cosmic in this set either, so I mean, I don't think there's a lot of defense powers that can't be outwitted, if any, in this set. I think there's one power cosmic. I think, let me scroll down. I think oh, Quasar. Quasar. I forgot he was even in this yeah, set. Yeah, other than that, I think he's the only one. Um, shoot. <laughs> well, see, I want to pick this guy, but I bet that's who you're That's who my second Okay, pick so, so that I don't steal yours, I will go with She-Hulk. I really like She-Hulk, but I really like her at the cheaper point option instead of the yeah. expensive one. I thought that same thing when I was looking under two. She-Hulk at 75 points argues with you that this is a range-heavy set. because She's going to get in your face and do some things. She has her trait, which if you're not playing a theme team, you get to add plus one to your role for first player. Since it's sealed, it's usually a little more uncommon. You're you're going to be playing a theme team, so you, that might trigger a little more often in sealed. But really, I'm not worried about that trait. I'm looking at the actual dial, which has charged flurry with a 10 attack super strength, 
a damage power that gives her willpower, and when she's adjacent to a character that can use Perplex, she too can use Perplex until your next turn. I just, in a 17 Impervious, you got to keep her top dial. That's the only thing. But, I mean, this is plain and simple, a 75-point secondary attacker that can do serious damage with, a, we'll see, potentially 8 damage if, she, if your opponent doesn't have reducers. Yep. With the, or sorry, yeah, still 8 damage. 3 plus a regular heavy because she's not 100 points. She can't use ultra heavies. So that'd be five, and then the second attack of Flurry would be three, and she can do it again the next turn because she has willpower top dial. Yep, I do want to bring up the fact that she's not she's one of those pieces that uh, no matter how how much damage she takes top dial from a number of different things, she's gonna survive. Like she's not the kind of piece that's gonna get like one shot by mm-hmm. unless she gets outwitted with an ultra heavy. She's gonna be. And then she has that region on that last click you could push onto if you needed to. Another thing I like about her is it's hard to. F- it's kind of like uh, Hercules, which we'll get into later. I don't know what you outwit on her. Yeah. Because I guess I guess her movement power, but um, she's she's nasty regardless. Charge flurry on one power, super strength on another, willpower perplex, or potentially perplex. And the best team ability in the game. Avengers, yeah, for sure. Um, and sadly, the Fantastic Four keyword. Uh, Austin, go ahead with your number two, which I wanted to pick as well. Uh, it's going to be uh, your pick, but minus the she. So it's going to be like every party I've ever had. It's a 80-point Hulk, uh, 019. Only I missed it. Nine movement charge, 11 attack, super strength, 18 improve, and four damage top dial. So you're looking at an 11-7 with an ultra heavy. Avengers Brute Monster Scientist. Oh, gee, Scientist is a really hard keyword. Yeah, 80 no points. No Ultra Heavy. He's the only Hulk oh. that's 80 points or less. I I always forget about that because usually if you're using yeah. some of the Super Strength... It's, it's just an assumption if you're playing Hulk. Um, trade is the original Incredible Hulk. If the first close combat attack made but during a post turn doesn't target Hulk, modify the attacker's attack and damage minus one. That sounds a little good. I would love to just run up and punch a Hulk with 18 impervious and 11 for yeah. Super Strength. <laughs> Um, and then another trait, with each new dawn, the weakling banner comes back. At the beginning of your turn, roll a d6 that can't be rolled. On a 1 to 2, until your next turn, modify his combat value is negative 2. Ouch. He can use outwit, perplex, and shape change. Okay. Uh, that's a fair trade in my, in my <laughs> This mind. ability can't be ignored. Yeah, I mean, it sucks having your capabilities to put what piece you need where taken away from you, but I can deal with shape change, outwit, perplex, in exchange for that. I'll be honest, I played against this guy actually uh, two weeks ago, last week, when we did best build, Mm -hmm. Jake had him, and I was amazed at how good this guy is for 80 points, even in a big point, that was a thousand point match, and I still, this little 80 points Hulk was giving me a little bit of trouble, because he could either bust my face in, I had to deal with the trait, where, and I I really didn't want, like I said, I didn't want to have the attack the Hulk, and he positioned him well where I couldn't get in to hit the hole first. you really wanted to annoy people, you put him down, or you put him, uh, when he's down dial and stealth, you put him somewhere really annoying. And then his his other trait, it's like, okay, he's negative two, maybe I should go after him now. Well, shit, he still has impervious, and he's gonna have shape change. Can't use any other power he possesses. Oh, can't use any other power, okay, that's true. So, I mean, he, but he, again, outwit and perplex. But shape change, stealth, and that, too. He, he was a pain in the butt, man. Um, and that again, that was in a thousand point game, let alone a three hundred point game. I think he's very solid, especially for sealed. Yeah. 
The only issue I have now is it's hard to pick a, a fourth figure because I think those three. I, I think this is one of the weaker the brackets. But I'm gonna go with Black Knight. I think he's the only other one out of the the uncommons that I would play. <clears throat> I do like this this figure and this dial. I think he's a little bit more suited for constructed, but I still think he's solid for uh, sealed. He's only got like the most keywords I've ever seen on a piece. For 115 points, yeah, he has Avengers, Defenders, Excalibur, Heroes for Hire, Knights of Wundagore, Mystical, Scientist, and Warrior. His trait is not going to matter unless you're pairing up Avengers Assemble and Age of Ultron, which a lot of you may be doing. If Black Knight is adjacent to a friendly character named Cersei, both characters modify defense plus one, unless already modified. But his second trait, Hunter... Black Knight can use blades and steel energy. Traded blades and steel energy. Okay, when, that's cool, Hunter. When he KOs an opposing character, he can use Battle Fury and Willpower for the rest of the game. I didn't even see the rest of the game. I thought it was just for next turn. He has seven clicks of life also, and a top dial with charge, 11 attack, and exploit weakness. So if you look at the dial and you forget about the traits for a minute, you're like, meh. It's an average figure for 115 points. But yeah. then you're like, wait, traded, traded blades, blades and steel energy. Because I literally did that when I first saw this figure. I looked at the dial, and I was like, eh. Yeah, I've got a question. <laughs> what? What downfall does he have to having Battle Fury? None, because he has zero range. <laughs> um, the only thing is, he has three clicks in the middle of his dial that have flurry. So he oh, Hunter, just flurry, blades, steel, energy. What I'm saying is you could kind of be a sitting duck. Yeah. With zero range and just toughness. But I think as long as you have killed someone and you got that willpower, I think you're good. The What I would suggest doing with him if you pull him is sending him after a small piece. Yep. Send him after uh, a supporty piece, maybe one of the, the Ant-Mans or something, one of the Wasps or Yellow Jackets. Especially if he's on a second click with that precision strike. An Ultron drone would be ideal if you could find one of the cheaper Ultron drones because there's a lot of different versions of those guys in here. Um, sending him after one of them, killing them, then he'll get that Battle Fury. We mentioned a lot of the Ant-Mans and Wasps and Yellow Jackets and all that stuff had shape change, so he's going to help get through that uh, with his Battle Fury after he kills somebody. And also, he has a lot of clicks at Precision Strike, so he would get through both the Shape Change and the Super yep. Senses um, if everything lines up correctly for you. Can we take a look at Victor Mancha real quick? Because he's the cheap TK. I think he? he's solid. Well, I meant in combo with uh, with uh, Black Knight. Because you need a TK for Black Knight, I feel like, to take advantage of moving him around where you need to get him. Yeah, it could, it could what be. What other helpful. TKs are there in the set? Is it just Victor? Hey, he's the one, the only one I can think That's Well, grab it, or no, wait, he's an LE. He's yeah. an LE kit. So. I was going to say. Yeah, no, it's just I was wanting to look at him real quick to see if he'd be good with him. I do, I do appreciate this style. I just wasn't 100% sold on it for sealed. It's too wild of Being a dial one of my me. top picks. Um,. Typically, I don't want to pay 100 points for a TK. Yeah. I tell you what, if he had any kind of useful damage power on top dial, if he, even even enhancement or um, empower, I would be all about it. Yeah. But I feel like he, he doesn't have running shot, and all he has is TK for 100 points. I don't know. You have to push him onto a running shot pulse wave to make him worth it. I agree. I'm not saying I would, uh, if I didn't have a I better would. choice, I wouldn't run him, though. I would run him. He's pretty solid. All right, rare slot. That gives us one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different figures in the rare slot. Eight if you include the um, no, it's a... the extra 
Ultron drone thing. Well, it'd be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, yeah, this is. But there's two versions of the Ultron 5 Prime, and there are two versions of Jocasta because one of them can be a possessor. So you, it's a little deceptively, a little bit higher than seven. Um, I'm almost for sure I know who your rare pick is going to be because... <laughs> I flipped out when they spoiled We it. got the... Okay, you're going to go... I'm going with Jocasta. I think there's two very good... I think Herc also... Oh, I, I wanted to pick discussion. Herc, but I wanted to leave that one for you, Hunter, right, because I'm considerate enough. of your feelings. So you want the 25-point Jocasta, I'm I assuming. want the 25-point Jocasta. Um, good for choice. 25 points, uh, the big thing about Sealed is you need to have answers in a very broad spectrum. And for 25 points, giving you access to Precision Strike, Invul, Running Shot, and that special damage power, which is Outwit and Perplex, but only to target characters within three squares... The choice of those four powers can fill in a lot of things that you need. You're going to be running robot and armor somewhere in your team, almost even accidentally. Um, and then, of course, she's got some good values to buff. Um, solid solid bonuses. Down dial, you're looking at pulse wave, RCE, energy shield, uh, sidestep. There's not really a bad click I would feel I would look at her dial and think oh I don't want to take anything off of this I agree and that those last two clicks of regen shape change would be very useful and on stealth. some of these big uh, and stealth would be useful on some of these big uh, Ultron guys when they get to the end of their dial you can just regen them back up and then the fact she also has a Avengers means she's not going to break your theme team mm -hmm. um, depending on who you put her on I um I think like you said, it's it's hard to not run a robot person on your team. Even remember your first solid or a, a common pick, armor or robot, right? Armor or robot. You had Alexis who had oh, Avengers Alexis and robot. robot. Yeah. I would even throw her on Alexis. Yeah, give an Alexis symbol or uh, running shot on top. So it's like you run an Avengers theme team, and yet you still are able to put Jacosta on someone. All of a sudden, Alexis is a, what, a 90-point figure, but she gets all her weaknesses covered, pretty much. The other thing I like about her being a possessor is that top dial has an 11 attack, and we haven't seen too many 11 attacks. There's been a lot of 10s. So she'd be able to bump the possessor's attack uh, Go Go back to the Iron Man. I want to know what she, what she does to that bastard, actually. I hadn't actually considered that combo. I mean, she could bump his attack to an 11 um, and give him out, Outwit and Perplex instead of just Outwit. True. Or Precision Strike. Which, he's going to be up in their face, so having both of those being or Yeah, Precision yeah. Strike. All of a sudden, that Wasp is getting hit with an Ultra Heavy for 6 damage, and it's done. Um, yeah, I agree. It's definitely... And the other thing is, Sealed, you always have... You always make your team, and you're like, "Shit, I got 40 points left over. I yep. let's, we're gonna have to redo this and and do, make a better use of our points." Whereas with her, you're like, "Oh, 25 point. There you go, fill it." Uh, you could put it on anything. Uh, of course, my number one is Hercules. <laughs> I saw him. I was like, "I want to say Hercules," but I know Hunter wants the Herc. Both point values are super good. I think just screw it, go all out, <laughs> play him 220. If you pull Hercules, you're playing him full dial, Hunter. Let's be honest. I mean. He, we talked about him before, traded super strength, does but can't drop objects. Oh no. If Herc occupies hindering at the beginning of your turn and is not holding an object, you may roll a d6, give him a standard object from outside the game. One to four, you get a light. Five to six, you get a heavy, and that can be an ultra heavy. He has a movement power that gives charge flurry, ignores hindering terrain, blocking, and destroys it. Uh, attack power that gives plasticity 
Each opposing character adjacent to him modifies attack and damage minus one if it has any action tokens. That seems fair. Oops. 17 impervious and close combat expert. If he gets next to you, you're fucked. There's nothing to outwit here that can't be made up for with any of the other three attack powers. The only thing that I would say might be a minor hit against him is keywords. Because he only has Avengers. But there's a lot of good Avengers support in the 50 range, or 75 and less range that you could fill in the team with. I think there's, yeah, I think you're good on Avengers because the uh, the common and uncommon slot is packed with Avengers. Yeah. And those are the ones you're going to pull the most. True. So I think you can easily make a, a solid team with them. Uh, those are the first two clicks. The next two clicks he has Flurry and keeps the um, special plasticity negative power thing, but he picks up Invincible instead. Gee, because I love hitting a character off Imperv into Invincible. <laughs> if you start him at top dial, he is going to go with, or start with... Um, Start Basically the same thing, but instead of impervious, you're going to have invulnerable. Uh, but the only thing is he only gets all that for one click. His next three, he has Quake instead. He's never below a 10 attack. That's one thing I like about him. Never below a 3 damage. Really, trade is super strength. He's never below basically a 5, especially yep. generating objects. The only thing, there is a, a decent amount of outwit in the set, and he can be outwitted. If your opponent wants to just outwit his defense and try to focus fire him down, which was what I probably would do if I was playing against one, since, like I said, you're not going to stop. So what you're saying is the way to stop Hercules is to outwit him, Hunter. Right. <laughs> this guy, this guy is a freight train that you're not going to stop. You're not going to stop his offensive capabilities. Like, but I said. you're going to slowly so bend the gotta, rails down the track. <laughs> you got to try to to just dispose of them as quick as humanly possible. But I think for sealed, you usually don't have many answers like that. For constructed, he's going to get picked apart. For sealed, I think he can get in there, do his damage, get his points worth for sure. Oh, yeah. I love him. I mean, like, honestly, if I pull him, I'm going to play him just out of my love for Hercules. What's your number two rare pick? Um, oh, man. I don't even... Uh, I, I, I like a, Protector for 30. Okay, I had it narrowed down to him and Vision. So yeah, that was kind of where I was. I'll go Vision. Um, 100 points, uh, 6 range, Flight, which you carriers are always good. Um, sidestep, uh, Prob Control, which Prob Control and Sealed is never a bad thing. He's only like the second prob where we've seen so far. Yep, Avengers and Scientists, both great keywords to have in this set. But what you pick uh, Protector for is that defense power. Uh, defend an invul with an 18. In prop, on top of that, defensively, yep. like you said. You know what I really like about him? He's 100 point. You're going to most likely play 300. He's flying and got two guns. How many... That too. And a pretty slick looking suit there. How many... Uh, how many tiny size people have we seen so far? Especially in the common slot. So let's, let's say your team is most likely going to be three figures. He carries one regular figure up. Hercules, for example, or She-Hulk, or whoever you play, and, and your along. Tiny tags along, and they all have 18 plus whatever they have. So that Wasp that had reflexes, or that Ant-Man that had reflexes, is now a 20, on, and you have a prob to protect them. And here's the thing, Hint. if your opponent misses... Protection. Here's the thing, yeah. If, that, if your enemy misses that Alpha Strike on you too because of that, they're wide open. You can clear, they're going to have to push on the offensive more, which lack of willpower makes that a little rougher. Um, he's a great, great piece uh, for 100 points. He's what I want, everything I want in a support piece. For sealed, he's very solid. For constructed, yeah. I'm not 
sold for 100 points, but I think in sealed he's very strong. The, my only beef with him is he does not have Young Avengers keyword, and I was really hoping they would make all the Young Avengers when they now that we're getting the new Loki. I thought they gave they've but, been uh, giving them the normal Avengers keyword for all the Young Avengers. I thought um, they, didn't they just make one that had Young Avengers? Let's see. I thought Kate. I, I thought Kate had Young Avengers. She did. Oh, she does. And the new Loki has it. I didn't notice that. But anyway. Um, so since you went with him, I'll definitely go with Vision. I really like this figure. I'm glad we got a new, very solid Vision. Especially I really after like the disappointing movie one. I, I think he's, I think he's better for constructed, or slightly better for constructed. But I think he's solid and sealed as well, um, for a few reasons. One is I love my favorite combination of the game is Shape Change and Super Senses. He has that. He also has Indom for a hundred points. A total is... of seven clicks of life for a hundred points. And then a trait where if a friendly character whose name includes Ultron, that can be even these little 30-point drone guys, is given a move action and action resolve, he may be given a move action as a free action. And it's not he can be given sidestep. He can move his full eight squares, and he has a movement power that gives him um, sidestep as well. And when he uses sidestep or is given a move action, he can use improved movement, ignores blocking. He doesn't bust it. He phases right through it. Could uh, so if an Ultron drone or someone sidestep, that's considered a move action, correct? No, a sidestep. This is an argument I have. Yeah, with I was going to say I knew Reddit this came right out before. <laughs> I'm I'm arguing with someone on Reddit right now. A sidestep is not a move action, so you cannot um, use that to activate things that need move actions to activate off of. I figured I'd bring that up since it's a common rules thing because I know right. we we ran into some issues with this. And uh, is it the beast from? Uh, there was a combo with uh, one of the ATAs on that beast, like one of the Defenders ones or something. I can't remember what it was. I don't know. But, I mean, in the vein, what, I, what I'm what talking about right now is um, the morph ability. Morph says give X a move or close combat action. Sidestep is not a move action. It is yeah. give him a free action to move X amount of squares. A move action has to be its own thing. Um, like phasing or lead climb or whatever. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about morph, which sucks about it. You can't even use phasing and then morph during it. This is morph of it is its own thing. You it says give him a close combat action. What's typically a close combat action? Exploit weakness, exploit, for yeah. example. So you, you can't, can't exploit and then morph afterwards. This is its own separate thing. You have to get. You have to announce. I'm using morph. I'm using a close combat action to morph. And that counts as your close combat action. It's not a trigger. Don't think of it as a trigger. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's a generic close combat action. It's its own thing. It's, it's its own thing like exploit weakness is its own thing. Because it's the same thing of like when... If you were to read like Penetrating Psychic Blast, it says give this character a ranged combat action. Mm -hmm. Penetrating Psychic Blast. Morph is give this character a mover close combat action. To then... To afterwards switch without pushing... <laughs> Okay, I learned something today, because I didn't know that either. I've been probably playing every morph figure wrong and cheating all over the place. But anyways, he has um, six range with Psychic Blast on two clicks. Then his next two clicks, he gets very aggressive and close combat with Super Strength, Charge, Exploit, Weakness. Then his last three, he has Phasing, Precision Strike, Super Senses, and a special damage power. He can use support only to target characters whose name includes Ultron. He may do so even if he or the target is adjacent to an opposing character. 
I just want to bring up the fact that those first four clicks all have ways through dampeners that are very good, and an indom 100 point character that never drops below three damage and always can get through dampeners is awesome yep. in this set. I like them. I like the sculpt too. All right, so we are going to pair up the chases, which there are two. Of, well, actually, there's four of. Is there not? There are four. I thought there was only. Oh wow, I did not know this. Yeah, there's four because there's two versions of each one. Um. And then uh, the super rares, which includes one. Well, I mean, two, I didn't even know there was three, two chases. Four, five, six different super rares, and then four different chases because two of them are prime type, which are totally separate figure uh, dials. Unless, well, we did theorize that they come with two dials. Then they're switch clicks because didn't one of the pictures look like it was yeah. a sw the phalanx looked like yeah, it was the phalanx a switch definitely clicks. looked like a switch click. I tell you what, I bet you that you only have to pull two of them, and it comes with two dials. But we'll find out. Anyways, we're pairing those together. So when we make these choices, we can either choose Super Rare or a Chase. Who's your number one for this? Uh, I'm definitely going with the Phalanx Ultron. Um, 300 points, he'd be your entire team, but I'm totally fine with that. Um, he has Power Cosmic, which we talked about earlier. It negates the outwits in this set, so your opponent wasted some points. Um, he has uh, Improved Targeting Norse Elevated which people need to remember is much bigger than they realize, mm -hmm. especially depending on how these OP kit maps play out. Um, Cosmic Robot Ruler Soldier, not really going to matter. He's your full team. Um, eight range is nice with eight the range, elevated too. Yeah, eight range. So you set him up somewhere where he's able to shoot your opponents and your opponents have to approach him and leave themselves open. Um, do not go on the offensive with this guy. With the 12 phasing, you, you make your opponent come to you. Mm -hmm. um, 11, 11 attack, pin side, 19 invincible, 5 damage, leadership's not going to matter. Um, down dial, uh, he has 2 stop clicks, actually, and this is where he gets nuts. Um, 13 attack, 19 defense, 6 damage, with only a 5 movement. He picks up a special attack power, he can use Quake. When he does, his damage value is locked at 3, and all squares within 3 are considered adjacent. Well, that helps that little 5 movement. Yeah. Um, and his damage power uh, is he has colossal damage, so he can freaking just go to town. When this click is revealed, stop turning the stop turning the dial. His power can't be ignored. So I would not advise taking the push of colossal, uh, the right. colossal push on him. I yeah. I, I mean, unless you're gonna guarantee like you only need like a four to one shot their main piece or something like if that. The name Sire Smith, you don't even take that. chance. Yeah, no, you don't even take. If it's a three hundred, doesn't take that chance. You just you just wait for time. Um, the big thing that I absolutely love about this guy, though, is even if you get him off those stop clicks, if they don't... Oh, they can't outwit it. If they don't hit him hard enough off that second stop click, he's landing on regen. And with a 12-phasing regen and indom, he's going to go clear across the map, he's going to regen back to those stop clicks, and it's going to go again, and you're going to deal with it. I agree. For sealed, he can definitely hold his own. I didn't like the waste of leadership as a I agree. thing, but... If he had anything, when you're else. playing big points games, you're running a big team of Ultrons. He'll that'll come in handy. Mm -hmm. For sealed, it it felt like a waste to me, but I agree. When I thought, when I looked at those, what three, four, five, six, seven, eight clicks of impervious, invincible, and invul, and I realized that they cannot be outwitted. I was like, this guy just has too much longevity, and those three clicks of steel energy without wit there in oh, the yeah. middle are really going to help him stay alive. I think he's going to be tough to deal with. And I do want to bring up, and like it's one of those things where you talk like competitive versus fun. If you're playing this guy straight out to win, 
you play him like a dickhole. Yeah, because yeah. that is how this piece is built. You teleport clear across the map. Right. You make them waste actions to get to you. And you're shooting through Elevated the whole time with them. I liked him. Um, I'm going to save this guy. He's got guy. a sexy, sexy sculpt, too. I really want him. I'm going to save this guy right here for you, because I know you probably want him for number two. Yep. Uh, my number one's going to be a piece I was very surprised and pleasantly surprised with, and that's Goliath. I did not I expect definitely hear this, one. this guy to be really good. I like him at all point values. Um, I kind of like him better at the second one, which is 100, but I think he's solid for all of them. Let's just go, let's just talk about him in general. At 140... He's got the morph trait, and then he has second trait. Give him a free action, and until your next turn, he has colossal. He typically has giant, by the way. I should have mentioned that. When he does, and he makes... I think this is a, a misspell here on the the unit section, yeah, but basically when he does and makes a close combat attack, he considers all squares and three squares line of fire as adjacent. Oh, you mean what colossal should do by at base anyway, but don't, which drives me absolutely crazy? Here's the cool thing about this figure. <laughs> Uh, you'll start with this on 140 and 100. Trample. He can use charge. When he does and moves in a direct line, after actions resolve, he may make an additional close combat attack targeting all opposing characters whose square he moved through but didn't already target with an attack this turn. For this attack, each hit character is dealt 3 damage. So that's on top of your attack that you just did with a super strength, with an ultra heavy object. So you swing on the character next and to an you and you charge. So I charge up 5. I, I choose to switch to Colossal, correct? <laughs> I charge up 5. I can reach 3 squares away. So that that makes the whole moving in a straight line much, much easier. I don't have to worry about it. But can't hit someone he already targeted with an attack this turn. Right. What I'm saying is... Oh, I see. I, my target that I want to do my first attack on, I can be a lot less picky about positioning because I can now look in three squares instead of just one square. Yeah. So as long as I can end up three squares within somebody else, I can smack them for six damage and then potentially deal three damage to each other character that I moved through. Yeah. I think that's very solid for 140 or 100 points. Yep. I, I mean, like I said, I kind of like him better at 100, especially if you have a perplexer to bump his attack he, up to 11. He's definitely at 140 what you want in a primary attacker. He's got a good toolbox of abilities. He's got heavy damage, all that stuff. The only thing that's going against him, he can be outwitted. Um, there's a decent amount of outwit in this set. And we also said it's a pretty good range set, so he can be psychic blasted through. That's the things I don't like about him. Vision is his opponent. I still think at 100 and at 50, he's solid for his points. Um, I think at 50, you push him onto his second click. Look at this second click. 18 defend and a damage power adjacent friendlies can use energy shield. That's a little good, Hunter. It's a little bit good. That's a little good, Hunter. I like him. I, like I do him too. You know what my dream 400-point team is basically right now? Him at 50, freaking, uh, um, oh, God, who was it? Uh, Jocasta possessing Ultron, and he just fucking... I should mention, he's he's really not as strong as a lot of my other picks, but the super rare and chase slot is pretty slam-on yeah. sealed, I felt. I felt the two stars were the ones that you're going to... Yeah, the second picked, one I'm picking here is... And then this next one that you picked, too. I think he also is very strong for Age Steel. of Ultron 045 Black Panther. We've talked about how strong stealth is in this set um, with how ranged heavy it is. Um, and once again, without, I think, any. I think we've been flipping through all these. I haven't seen any ignores hindering. Um, 17 combat reflexes is a guaranteed 19. 
140 is the perfect point value for a primary attacker when you're building a SEAL team. 140 to 150, a 100 and a 50 is what you're looking at usually. Something in with a little yeah, movement. I agree. He ignores elevated and hindering on movement, which is always nice. Um, traded stealth and toughness. When it isn't your turn, lines of fire are blocked to him if he's adjacent to blocking, which I haven't seen the maps yet uh, for all the months, but I'm sure you can take advantage of that somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, his special movement powers, he can use charge. When he occupies hindering or is adjacent to blocking, he can use sidestep. So that five charge all of a sudden becomes a seven charge, which is people underestimate how much plus one on your charge movement really messes with your opponents. Um, and that sidestep might as well just be considered extra movement on your charge. Um, damage power, he's got leadership outwit, which at 140, as I said, if he's your primary attacker, you'll actually get use out of. Um, great selection of keywords. Uh, down er, Precision strike, mid-dial, he picks up outwit, uh, plasticity, then into blades, perplex. Um, not bad at all. I love this figure. Uh, for 140, he's everything I want a primary attacker. He's gonna. He's great for this seal because, as we said, not a lot of seeing through stealth. There's a decent amount of super senses on the common and uncommon slot. Yep. So there you go with that precision strike, and then outwit to get rid of whatever else is. And bugging. you get to look at such a sexy sculpt the whole time you're playing. That's right. I like the figure too. I think for constructed, he's decent. For sealed, he's. Freaking sexy. Oh god, he does. Oh, he does have Illuminati. Oh my gosh, for some reason, like I said, I was like, no, he doesn't have Illuminati. I really don't have a fourth pick that I would absolutely play. Um, I think Quasar's okay for sealed, but he's no he's no Phalanx Ultron. Um, I think he's okay for sealed. I'm not saying I wouldn't absolutely wouldn't play him. I would not play Modam in sealed. Um, I wouldn't play her honestly. Period. If it's a serious thing, but I definitely am gonna play her a lot. <laughs> Um, I do kind of like Ultron 1. Ultron 1 was one I was looking at and I liked. The but... one that looks like a trash can. Hey, uh, whoa, whoa. That's offensive. He looks robots. like a trash... He looks That's like their word, honey. You painted a face on a trash can. But anyways. Um, the 70s were weird. I kind of like him. <laughs> but I, there's nobody that I'm crazy about. I, I haven't I, looked at his drone dials, though. I tell you what, I like the 60-point drone of him better than the normal one. I guess I, guess I would go with it if I had to pick another one. But uh, anyways, you can flip through all these on the HeroClix unit section. Some of you guys may have already played Sealed and uh, and know some of this stuff. But uh, if you get to use your ID cards, the ones you get for month one and two are both very strong. The Iron Man and the Hulk. Yep. So make sure you use those puppies. Um, what, what, overall, I'd say like I haven't had a chance to play this yet. I'm really looking forward to it. just looking over the pieces. It looks like WizKids did a really good job of designing this set for sealed, which I got to give them kudos there because mm-hmm. it's hard to really. I've looked at game design and building cubes for card games and all this crap like that. It's hard to design with sealed in mind. I'm happy with it. I think it's a solid set in general. Um, there's not a lot of figures that I absolutely have to have. Um. Besides Black Panther and Modam, I want every single Ultron from. I was going to say we do need to pick up one copy of each Ultron just so we can well, play. I'm going to fill games. my model case with every Ultron ever made eventually. All right, we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, hopefully that helps you guys. You know, make some picks. Um, I'm going to move into mailbag. Let's do mailbag first, and then I just remembered we need to talk about best build because we didn't announce the winner. Oh, true. And uh, give the recap. It yeah, was I want inter- to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. some, too. It was an interesting uh, interesting week. So, let's catch up on our episode 100 mail. 
First up, we have God, super, we're gonna have so much super <laughs> fan Eric Lennell. Not a ton, but you guys disappoint me then. Number one, Baja Blast has to be the worst type of Mountain Dew, correct? Uh, excuse me, sir. Have you never drank cough syrup flavored Mountain Dew? Which one was cough? That was pitch black. Oh yes, pitch black was very pitch bad. black was. It was so bad it was an acquired taste, which should not ever be said in soda. However, once you get to drinking it. And you drink it a lot because I worked at a Halloween store and it was the only drink we had. You get you start to like it, and it becomes a bad thing to say you like the flavor of cough syrup. My Mountain Dews rank as follows: Code Red for sure. Code Red High is five, amazing. Buddy. Code I, I Red like Livewire a lot though. I was Livewire's number two. Regular Mountain Dews number three. Anything after that, just don't even drink. You, actually, you know what my least favorite Mountain Dew flavor probably is? I don't like the White Mountain Dew. The, like, lemonade I kind of liked it. it was See, okay. Aaron loved it. It wasn't my... It was, deba- it was okay. I feel like, starting with the Democracy second wave, they started making these, like... They had this weird aftertaste to them I didn't like. Whereas Code Red, Livewire... I like Baja Blast. Um, there's a new one out that's like Sangrita Ass Explosion or something like that. I haven't tried yet. Well... I'll have to look into that. <laughs> uh, number two, why would they watch list power batteries that haven't even won a major tournament? Well, they have won rocks. Yeah, on the oh, rocks. The orange, the oranges have. Um, they're they're making top tens. Here's my thing. I think that they're. I think the the orange one is on there because I don't. I think they did not intend for you to be able to pick anything. I don't think they intended for you to have a figure like Super Scroll to be able to pick every single power. I think they kind of intended it for it to be possessed powers, and they just goofed it up. Yeah. Now, the yellow one, I don't have a damn clue, honestly. As, as I said on. before, I think they just reach wide and try to make sure the watch list contains things they want to keep an eye on. Right. Because that's what they say the watch list is for. And right, it's not, it's not a list this of things is overpowered. that are going to be changed. Number three, did you guys ever play any of the TMNT video games? Of course. God, what question? If so, which one was your favorite? Are we revoking his status for that one? I don't know. Uh, I liked all the Nintendo ones. There were all quite the a few all of the them. Nintendo, which were the arcade ones. Um, I like the one Turtles and where... Times definitely up there on the list. Yeah, probably the favorite. Although I say my favorite is the second arcade version. What was the Ninja Turtles one where like you moved on the overworld and you went down to the sewers and then it? Activated like a side scroll. That's the second one we played. See, this is the one. This is the one I played, played the shit. Yeah, out of. you and you and oh god, me I and your game. brothers played it, it was quite so a bit. Hard. It was very hard. That, I think that one. That's the second arcade one. Oh, I love that game uh, on the NES. It was it was turtles and that 2. side scroll beat 'em up. That was basically Streets of Rage with Ninja Turtles. Was yes, great too. that was the first one <laughs> yeah. I believe. Number four. What are your top five first person shooters of all time? Uh, Halo 3's, uh is my favorite shooter of all time. Not necessarily because it was the best, although it probably it was it is very good. Uh, mainly because I played that with my best friends. We had a group of about ten to twelve guys every single Saturday from my senior of high school till the time I finished college. Every single Saturday, without skipping very many, we played Halo all night long at my friend's house. So it's kind of just like a big part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like, I just remember smacking my buddy in the head with a hammer and then smacking him in the ass with a good game. Um, yeah, so Halo 3 is definitely up there. Um, the first Modern Warfare is definitely up God, there. God, the first Modern Warfare was awesome. Hmm. It was so revolutionary for its time, too. It's like, oh, hey, we're going to do full leveling systems and all this crap like that. Half-Life 2 would be up there. 
See, okay, I'm going to say something that's going to piss off our fans. I like the Half-Life series. I've always thought they were way overhyped. Yeah, they're definitely overhyped, but... I, I enjoyed them. I really liked the second one. Um, the second one made else? me... I got seasick driving the boat. I get sick playing those games, too. I thought! And I love them. <laughs> it wasn't just me. They're, same with Portal. Like, I love playing them, but something about that engine, games on that engine, make me yeah, sick. Yeah, no, they I'm the same way. I didn't know it was just... I, I always thought it was it. just me. No, I can only play it so long at a time, and I have to take a break. Because, like, there's that huge boat segment in the middle of the game that goes on forever, mm-hmm. and, like, it was agony trying to get through it, but I had to beat it. What? Man, I feel like I'm forgetting a bunch of... Uh, uh, Battlefield ones. series? Titanfall? Titanfall. I, I'm actually playing it. I just got my Xbox One. And uh, I I picked up Titanfall for literally $5. That is the best deal I've ever and, heard in my and life. And now all the maps are free on Xbox yep. One, too. So and, uh, I've been playing that. It is really fun. I don't know if I'd put it top five all time, though. It put, to me, Titanfall, I put in my top five competitive shooters. I really have always, like... It harkens back to the old, like competitive arena shooters kind of yeah. and a mix with the modern stuff at the same time which i really like yeah um, it's definitely battlefield series come on man it's definitely overlooked yeah but i can't think of a battlefield that i'd say uh, i tell you what i'll put bad company vietnam up there i really liked vietnam that was a good one even um, more than three i like and i did play a lot of three. Oh man i'm torn because like Halo series-wise, Reach and 4 were my favorites by far. I played mm-hmm. so much 4. I'm it, playing 4 right now on the Xbox 4. Um, people, I think people really shit on... Hey, there's some people out there that shit on the Halo series in general, and they're like, oh, it's just a typical, it comes out every few years, whatever. But Halo 4, honestly... No, was, Halo is very different than Call of Duty. You can't yeah. lump those together. But Halo 4, I feel like, was a very it was very solid. It had a great single-player storyline and everything. It had great multiplayer, just overall a great game. Trying to think of first person shooters because there's a lot of games I really like now, but they're third person shooters. Garden Warfare. Can we talk oh, about Garden Warfare I love for a moment? Garden Warfare People, so much. You, this is the one game. Like, if you told me I would have put a thousand hours in Garden Warfare, I would have called you a lying bastard. But freaking, I've played it. I platinum so that shit. Much. I've now platinumed it on and got the all the achievements on the Xbox too. It's got horde modes. It's got fifty different multiplayer game modes. It's got collectible unlocks. I mean, come the and fuck. And they just on. announced they're making a second one and all your unlocks from the first one carry over yes which, which i wish more games would do um i will think of some more we'll get back to quake it. i love quake and unreal tournament See, i was so never much, a big but, quake guy but i grew up playing them and like competitive pc fps is if you don't play this oh csgo i've been playing a uh, counter-strike uh, yeah, go global offensive solid, a lot. Yeah. uh number five is kane the most boring champion in ufc history definitely not I'm not a huge Kane fan. I did pick for Doom to beat Kane, and I did win $100 off of that fight. However... I just thought Doom Kang for some reason. <laughs> Kane is definitely not the most boring. He has decent fight. He has decently entertaining fights. Um, even though GSP is one of my favorite fighters of all time, I, he was more boring in his later years than Kane, for sure. Number six, top five favorite meats. What? Bacon, obviously. Is Penis, obviously. Pork chops. I, really... I don't like pork chops. Oh my god, get out of here. So I said this to my mom the other night. What? Our, our dinner at home consists of like chicken breast and pork chops. Like That's basically the gist of it. And then hamburger once a week and something. Well, I was explaining to my mom, I don't really like pork chops that much. And she's like, really? Because I don't either. I was cooking them because I thought you did. And then she goes around the house and finds out no one in our house has ever liked pork chops. You guys also don't like pickles. 
Pickles are the devil, Hunter. You guys are full they of ruin shit. everything they touch. You guys are full of it. Um, venison is definitely. Oh a god, player. venison! Some good deer tenderloin, man. Oh my gosh, it's the best thing on the um, planet. If you, if you can find a good butcher, getting a venison sausage is one of the best things ever. I like uh, smoked sausage a lot, especially grilled. I'm gonna say beef. Like if we're going overall, the the one that I can eat anything. It's well, beef. obviously, but pork pork's definitely up there. Uh, I'm a big chicken guy. I eat a lot of chicken. Number seven. What are some of your favorite video game boss fights? I tell you what. I'm playing. I just finished actually Bayonetta two. One of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. And every fight feels like a boss fight on that. Like it's just it's literally like every. Three minutes, you're doing another fight, like a big fight. It may not be a quote-unquote boss, but like every fight feels big. Um, that one definitely has some good boss fights I've on got it. two good ones, Hunter, I think you, you'll agree with. All right. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 1, the Ansem boss fight. That's like definitely. seven phases Dude, long. Kingdom Hearts has great boss fights in general. Hell yeah. Overall, I've never had a game... I, I would honestly say almost every boss fight in that game, like it, it was challenging, That's but not saying. overly difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Sephiroth in the Sephiroth first one was, was a great one so tough. Dude, I play, I was stuck on Sephiroth for so long. And while I'm on a Square Enix kick here, uh, I thought uh, Final Fantasy X had some really tough and good boss fights for a turn-based game. The last... The, the, the second to last boss. Yeah, I got stuck on it. I never I was stuck it. on her forever. I ended up having to watch how the game ended on YouTube and when I was playing on playing through the re-through, um, or the redo of it. Hmm. Now, see, I beat it on the original, and now I can't beat it on the redo. That's my <laughs> I'm stuck on her. And I'm, like, looking up ways to do it, and they're like, well, if you have Riku, and you put 100 hours grinding out these items to do the combination. And you have these grenades equipped, and it's a Tuesday of the third month like, of the I'm year. I'm not doing all that shit. <laughs> Forget it. I'm um, done. Although I know you don't like the series, Metal Gear Solid has some really great boss fights overall. I, it's not that I don't like the series. It's just not your... I'm just... I get bored They're with the best games. movies ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I play them and I I I venture to say I enjoy them. I just it's just not my cup boss of tea. fights though. I'm trying to think of ones that just like Ansem sticks out to me just because you're like oh shit in Sephiroth you're just like oh my yeah. gosh or the Titan in Kingdom Hearts one uh, the big uh, is it the Frost or the Rock guy I can't remember the, I think it's the Rock guy. Oh my gosh. Hmm. The, I think not enough games have good boss fights. That's another one where I'm going to think about this during the week and I'm going to get back to you on the shooters and the boss fights. He's going to blow up my Twitter afterwards probably be like, how'd you forget this? What X-Men characters are you disappointed to learn won't have modern updates? What in humans characters you mean? For me, it's Chod. <laughs> Chode. I never understood how to say his name. I always call him Chode. Corsair, definitely need a Corsair. Vulcan, the the other Vulcan we got is really strong, and he's not that. I, I I'm so I'm good on Vulcan. Corsair, we definitely need a new one of. Oh man, I don't figures. know a lot, of, and we're never gonna get a brew, Hunter. I know, never gonna get a brew. It's not your fault. <laughs> it How is your could fault. This happen to me? <laughs> um, um, hmm. See, I guess it's because I've never been really big into X Men. It's hard for me to really think of. The good thing is Wolverine the X-Men did help, and Days of Future Past definitely helped with um, a lot of this. You could tell WizKids was rushing to get as many X-Men out before. Yeah, it's more Fantastic Four for me that that is the big deal than it is X-Men. Because most of my favorite figures were in those sets. Nightcrawler, 
um, Mystique, Angel, Rogue, Colossus, Wolverine, X-23, all those guys. I would have liked a new X-23 that wasn't cosmic and wasn't a duo. Like I, I agree. I, I'm a huge X-23 fan. I have all our initial books. Um, and I would have liked a, a base X-23, but I, I'm not going to be too picky. I'll be happy with what we got. Um, I think I think we're okay. I think it's gonna hit us more like a year from now when we've been playing with these same figures, and then we're like, man, it'd be nice. That's how long they design out too, right? It'd be man, it'd be nice to have a new, you know, blah 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 blah. Number nine. Any chance Venus gets made in the TMNT set? I doubt it, but we'll see. It's whiz kids. The the rumors that we don't really know how it's gonna work yet. The rumors are that. They're going to do it like they did Yu-Gi-Oh! and do three separate CTDs. Do one that's like comics, one that's movies, one that's TV shows. So we'll have to see how that goes. If they do that, instead of just doing one big one, then maybe. Um, if they do one big one, then they're really... You're only going to get you know the big main characters. Ten, are we going to... Are we really supposed to play all these terrible versions of Silver Surfer for the next decade? Oh god, I forgot. I didn't think about the fact that... The only good Silver Surfer is the Keeper, <laughs> Chase. And even then, he's His sculpt is so awesome. He's just like yeah, with the cape, scarf, and he's just like I don't give a shit. I, it looks like a scarf. To it's me. like a, shar- a scarf cape thing. I don't like, know what they called it. See, me and Ricky always called it a scarf. It's like a sash cape. I don't know what it a is, safe. but it's fancy as fuck. <laughs> I want one now. Uh, yeah, Keeper's like the only decent one. And well, they're the one from the Fast Force, the Annihilators. Fast Forces. That one was okay. Is Silver Surfer, I guess he is part of the rights that they own, so yeah, we wouldn't be getting any new ones. Uh, None of these guys hold up today, though. I was going to say, they didn't, well, they really were iffy back then, too, because remember when we used to play the Colossal game? Actually, you know what? The only one worth that that I would still play is probably 036. He can carry uh, two single base defenders regardless of their symbols Uh, or Battle Fury. He can use Running Shot and doesn't have his speed. Um, if you give him some kind of attack capabilities, I think he'd be like a psychic blast or precision or something like that. I think he'd be good. But we're never gonna get another Galactus. <sighs> well, we 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 have enough Galactuses. No, we don't. Hunter. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. The one from I want a Galactus Buster <laughs> Iron Man. The one from Galactic. I want a Galactus. There Buster is one. There is not a Galactus. The Buster. Fantastic Four OP thing. Hold on. No, no, no. That's. Fantastic Four Iron Man. But he has... I want the Marvel vs. Capcom ending Iron Man wearing the armor that looks like Galactus. You're getting a little too specific here. (laughs) Hunter, Drew wants Sabretooth in a trench coat. I can have my dreams too. (laughs) Drew has a Sabretooth in a trench coat. A fan made him a Sabretooth in a trench coat. Alright, Chris Stockhouse. This is also GL Stocky on Realms. Uh, hello gentlemen, just wanted to say happy 100th episode, I look forward to you guys making an episode every week, and I really appreciate every little thing you do. Between dial design and best build contest, providing advice about clicks for newer and newer players and old, you guys rock. Thanks. Uh, as far as clicks go, I did win first place at the Lord of the Rings Hobbit event at Worlds last weekend. Woo! Congrats. It was a lot of fun, I'm glad I just... I was glad I went for just the one day. I was curious what you guys thought of my team. Three Elven Archers, those guys are OP, I play them all. Oh yeah. Arwen, obviously nothing needs to be said. Galadriel, here's the thing about Galadriel. I had never played her as much as I used to play Lord of the Rings a lot. I had never played or seen her played. Actually, I, I never see anybody play Lord of the Rings. Um, so, But when we went to 
Gen Con two years ago and played those Lord of the Rings tournaments, I played against Galadriel a few times and had so many issues against that chick. So she definitely is a piece that really snuck up on me. Um, the Two Towers Legolas, Halder, which we've sung the praises of so many times on. Oh, yeah. And then a 30-point Merkord Sentry. I'm just going to I say like the team a lot. It's, uh, you're playing the most overpowered race in the Lord of the Rings universe. Race in any... Oh, anytime I play a game and elves are choosable, I always choose elves. I'm just going to... because you're a fairy hunter. That's maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm a very manly fairy. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a beard. It's a cover. Power time. David Arnold. Hey, guys. I'm a newcomer to the game of Heroclix. Been collecting ever since Amazing Spider-Man, only because they looked cool. But lately, I've been actually wanting to see what this Heroclix game is all about. I picked up a starter pack, and I got a couple maps with the rules. Played a couple games with friends. But I feel like I'm not playing optimally. I was wondering if you guys would do or have done an episode for new people. Well, and I'm going to pause this email here. For one, go back. We try to always do things of that nature. Go to our website, dialhheroclicks.podbean.com, and scroll through the episode titles. And listen to every single one of them. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but... Scroll through the episode titles. If you scroll all the way down to the bottom, there will be a little link that says Older Episodes. And just keep going through like that and looking at the titles. We have the ones that say Named Necessities. That helps you build a collection, tells you why these guys are good. It We usually focus on keywords in those to help you build um, teams and build up your collection. Um, in general, the um, the new segment that I did that, that I'm doing and we're going to keep doing um the make your move i mean that is also intended to help you become a better player we do just the tip from time to time problem is a lot of these things just get over repeated repeated and we get tired of saying them but then somebody will write in hey when are you going to talk about this like we've already talked about that four times but because they're a new listener they don't know that so i mean we should do if you really Somewhat like the show, listen, re-listen to old episodes, but um, they're terrible. But you will enjoy them. Yeah, um, we should do a newbie-focused episode and bring in someone who's kind of new, and then go through the list of problems they run into or things they don't understand and clarify. I think that could be interesting. Like stealth, stealth. I know, except a lot of newbies. We'll have to wait till a new uh, until a new person shows up, or we could have one of my brothers. <laughs> they hate the game vitriolically, so. Uh, let's see what else we got. Jesse Robertson. Is there a character or comic book storyline you're surprised has never gotten a set? Why have we not gotten an official Invincible set? I want a, I want a Daredevil set. Or a Marvel Knight set. I agree. I want Daredevil and his villains, Punisher and his villains. I really want an Iron Man set. Iron Fist and his villain, Like a street level hero set. That's what I want. Um... I mean, really, they've covered... You know what would be real nice? It's a fucking Fantastic Four set. Hunter, who's the Fantastic Four? They all died, Hunter. Number two, what do you think the ratio is of tournament players to casual players? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm going to say it probably varies pretty heavily from venue to venue. Yeah, it varies very heavily. I mean, our our area is 90% casual, 10% tournament. Uh, But I've seen stores that are... Yeah, I've seen stores that all their events are very focused on competitive... Um, and we talk to people, our our friends in the Clicks community that that I'm surprised that like every event they play is competitive. So yep. it totally just depends on your area, really. Number three, do you believe people that play what's considered meta 
pieces are overrated. So I guess he's saying, do we believe those players are overrated? There's a guy at our venue, he's since been banned, that only plays that kind of stuff. I believe every tournament he plays in, he has at least one pick-a-power piece. When it's sealed, he doesn't do nearly as well. I think he's a complete crutch player relying on using any power available. He was banned for using that stuff even at casual events, and his reply was that he's just a better player. He's just one example, though. There is such a thing to that, and I've actually touched on this multiple times. We talked about how it handicaps your ability right. as a player. Too. How I attribute becoming a decent player pretty quickly to, to, playing, shit. to playing shitty pieces. <laughs> I, I used to play when we very first started, even before we started playing in my garage years ago. I used to go to Ricky's house and every Wednesday, and I would just pick, I would just pick characters I liked. I'd play the old Hypertime Joker, the old Hypertime Batman. Street Fighter pieces, played at Street Fighters a ton, because I was a big, you know, I still am a big Street Fighter fan. Can't wait for five, but... I can't wait for uh, another Street Fighter set. Oh, please. Whiz that's kids, not gonna happen. Whiz kids, if one of you is listening, please get with them about a Street Fighter five set so I can have a Charlie figure already. But I played really shitty figures against good figures for a very long time, and it just makes you, it makes you have to pay attention Slow, go slow, think things through. So <laughs> it, there is definitely a such thing as being a crutch. I don't what wanna... a good comparison. We've been playing about the same amount of time, and I typically pick the ridiculous... I used to play like the ridiculous... My whole team is one piece, one shot, one of your piece guys. Hunter used to play the shit, and I used to laugh at him, and now he's the better player by far. Number four, will Chu ever get its own set? No way. Uh, I don't think it'd be good for clicks anyways, to be honest, as much as that's one of my favorite books. I still haven't gotten Austin to read it yet. Oh, I think you could come up with a ton of cool powers based off of all the different food powers everyone says. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right, but I feel like it'd be a stretch. It's also not a very popular book. In fact, they've talked about canceling a few times because of sales. So, but uh, kudos on like and chew. You got good taste, my friend. Ah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of comics I need to read. I'm so far behind, Hunter. I realize it's been two years since the last time I read a comic, and it makes he me also feel wrote up a really long report on origins which i did read but i don't think i'm gonna do on air because we already have enough uh, um, mailbag stuff here to go over because the super fan gave us 10 questions chris britton says just wanted your guys's opinion on the meta potential for the morph ability with these guys along with the cap from the new fast forces set you can pump out a lot of ants or just turn the swarms into giant ants what else would you run with him and cap I'm thinking Manifold. Well, Chris, I'll be honest with you. I debated reading this on air because I'm actually playing that same combination together very soon at the dugout. All right, Hunter, tell me about this. So I did. <laughs> I'll tell on. you off air how it works. Okay. It is a good, a very good combination, and I had the exact same idea. And then I saw your email <laughs> a couple weeks later, and I was you like, heard it here, Shit. folks. We hide tech from our <laughs> listeners. I just read it online. But no, um... <laughs> Yeah, I would I would go with Manifold. I'm not totally sold that it'll be competitive, but I think for like Worlds and stuff, but for a local event, it seems like it'd be a solid idea. Mark Carter. I was in a local game this week, and a buddy was the first in the group to use an ID card. So for five points and an action token, he brought in Triathlon. We all know that five points coming in could make a dent in the game, but until it got to my turn, I had not realized that you also just got a one-turn tie-up for only five points. So while he misses attack, I missed my breakaway, and now he bought himself an extra turn. 
I think this may be the most played resource slash mechanic in the future. That was the very first thing I said, if you guys remember. Oh, yeah. No, we... The first thing I said was, at the minimum, that's a five-point tie-up for one turn. And that's, to me, that's the best aspect of the whole thing, honestly. I don't... There is no feasible way in my mind... It's a five-point automatic end cap, almost. That these cards are not going to make the watch list at some point. Yeah, this whole resource, it's too... Too broad. We, we, yeah, we talk about the best thing about resources is having options. It get By the time you get all these cards, you have every option well, in the game. It's not just damn that. Game. You can play the cards on any damn team. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. Here's the thing right now. Guarantee you. Guarantee you. It's going to get watch listed. You're not going to be able to run the cards and a, a different resource at the same time. It's not going to happen. Hey, Hunter. It's going to be too strong. What happened last time they introduced a mechanic that was off the board that did stuff, and it was uh, it was freaking Possessors, and it was ridiculous, and then they went and did the same thing again. Um, That might be it for Gmail. I Wait. wanted to be crushed on the We had a chili. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a good one here. Bro Ness, hold on, I can't let you see it because it's part of the... Hey, hey guys, long-time listener, first-time writer. <laughs> I'm writing in because you pr- you messed up my name. It's pronounced Calder. Anyway... I apologize. You may know... I don't even remember when we said that. You may know me from the realms as Nova Shotgun. Gunner. Uh, the guy who made Bible Clicks and the Austin Smith dial. Yeah. I'm I... writing in because you haven't mentioned Chili in a while, and I thought I'd stir the pot... God dang it. ...with a story... <laughs> I don't even want to be a part of this anymore. There's a point where puns get so bad. That All right, here's a story. <laughs> here's a story. I went to a survival camp a while ago. Just a bunch of people in the woods. We would have challenges. Oh, that's what it... Yeah, I'm sure that's all it was. <laughs> we would have challenges throughout the day. One day we had to make chili with what they gave us as oddly something... Wait, I think he's missing a comma here and there. With We had to make chili with what they gave us. Something felt wrong right away. Some of the ingredients were chocolate and coffee instead of Fritos. The guy gave us Cheez-Its. Chili was horrible, but one guy said that the Cheez-Its made all the crappiness of the chili go away. See? See? So we all tried it. The cheesy crunchiness of Cheez-Its made everything in the chili taste like the best chili I've ever had. But who the hell would believe that? Just kidding, that chili was shit. Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> you're just a monster, For, all of you. And then he answers the uh, the question we had on Make Your Move. Uh, okay, that's it for that hurts my Gmail. We have a decent amount on Facebook, though. You didn't see that one coming? How many times have you... I, people, I don't know, Hunter, Hunter. I'm easily like... It's just like... Oh. All they have to do is butter you up just for a moment, and you always... That's all any up. man has to do, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. My feelings. All of them. I don't have them anymore, Hunter. They've taken them all away from me. Um, let's read off the page wall first. If you had to pick the best... Pick the overall best standard defense power, what would it be? You can think of the question this way. If you had to replace the standard defense power on all of your clicks to one single defense power, what would you choose? Invincible. Yeah, for sure, Invincible. That's an easy question. Invincible was a great idea for them to add to the game. It was filling a gap that we didn't really know was needed, and it's just overall solid. I played against a con... This is from James Craddock. I played against a con-exclusive Felix Faust. That guy is such a jerk. He grinded the game to a halt. Have you played against this sack yet? 
Only move actions to no power actions to no clearing tokens, all for five points less than Deadpool's Misty Knight. See, we're a little lucky here because we have a month till Gen Con, which means by the time people here will actually be having and using him, it'll likely be watch-listed, so we'll be able to dodge that bullet. Also, was that a stab at Misty Knight? I like Misty Knight, you son of a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Misty Knight's okay. Uh, Davey. Hey, guys. Wanted to say how much I enjoyed episode 100. I've been listening since I started playing Clicks a little less than a year ago. Wannabe superfan Brian Drake Show is my brother and dragged me into the game with him. And I don't miss an episode. This episode was particularly good. I enjoyed getting to hear some of the other members of the Clicks community and I look forward to expanding the ca- the cast that I listen to. That was the idea, Davey. So, yep. good deal. Anyways, thanks for the hard work that goes into it. It's certainly appreciated. Take care. I look forward to 100 new episodes. Hunter, if we make it to 200, I'm... I mean, I never thought we'd make it to... I thought we'd make it to 10 and be done. And then his brother, Brian Drake, sends us this. <laughs> Brian Drake is always, always good question. Two two uh, messages here. First one, less of a question, more of a compliment. I'm so appreciative of all the things you guys do as a podcast, even the teensy little things. The one thing that stands out to me as someone who listens to a lot of casts is that you guys don't refer to each other by internet code names. If I had to hear you guys repeatedly say, So, ClickSound67... You forgot an XXX420. I was going to say, I'm totally going to rename myself to like... <laughs> XX Clicks Hound 69 Bitch Slayer 69420. You hit Pussy Slayer. <laughs> what do you think about that dial? This bugs me to no end on other shows and makes them feel impersonal. I do agree with you on that. I imagine growing up together isn't the only reason you guys do, don't do this either. I like to feel that I am an internet citizen at this point, and if someone wanted to find my name, they would find it one way or another. Then he sent us a picture saying, this is from our family gathering. It has a picture of RC Cola. This is bullshit. Pack, which looks full to me, which means nobody's touching that RC Cola, which goes... Or they just got the table prepped in the hill, yeah, and the hell hasn't begun yeah. yet. Uh, RenoCon, congrats on 100 episodes. Keep up the work. But... He reading his thing reminded me. I I'm, I'm gonna give you an update on the sci-fi, and then also gonna talk about uh, the show. Agents. So sci-fi, I've watched Moon. Very good. Pretty interesting. As as Renocon said, it did not. It was not what I initially thought it was about. I am currently finishing Mad Max Two. Very overrated movie. Definitely not enjoying it. Boring as shit. I do like the little kid with the boomerang, though. That's about the only saving grace to that movie. Um, shit, I know I'm forgetting a bunch. Oh, I watched a movie called Pie. Probably the biggest cock tease of a movie I've seen in a long what time. What flavor was it? No, P.I. It's about number theory, which is something I'm very interested in. But oh, this yeah. movie sets up a premise that he's going to figure all this out. I'm not. I'm going to spoil it for you because it's an awful movie. You're not going to watch it anyway. It... Hunter, let's stop and think about the number of things you've and told then me to at watch. The end, it just ends. You never find out if it's until it's you go bad. see Pi Two, <laughs> the Pioneer. I also watched the Cube. Not very good. <laughs> the funny, no, no, no. Hunter that. told me to guess the plot in the truck, and, and I literally, literally guessed the exact plot. <laughs> oh shit! What else did I watch? Oh, that was great. I forgot about that. I watched the original Solaris, like you suggested. I kind of liked the prim. I liked the beginning, but I got bored with it really quick. I felt that it was dragged on. Yeah, it even says a little slower paced. But um, it was okay. I didn't regret watching it, but I definitely am not going to watch it again or or like um, say you know 
suggest it to somebody else. To I watch. started watching Repo Man, actually. That's been suggested to me before. By Repo Man is here on my phone, but I have not started watching it's, it yet. It's interesting. I never finished it. It just wasn't my kind of thing. I've heard that Nightcrawler is really good, and it's on Netflix right now. So I'm going to watch that soon. You might check it out, too, because I've heard it's God, I've been burning through good. so much on Netflix lately. And you've been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah, I've been watching Agents of, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I got to season two, and, like, it starts out, and I'm like, okay, this is still Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's still okay, like, I'm enjoying it every now and then, but it's not, like, one of my favorite shows. But I think it's it really picked up towards the middle of season two, and then now it's on the back down again towards the end of it. But I I had the same issue with it. It's it's okay at times. It is a boring. TV show, like it is a syndicated or not a syndicated. It is a local NBC ABC. It's just a mediocre show overall. That's what yeah. I felt about it. Um, that's why I quit watching it. Paul Barney, just wondering how it is you guys record both on the road and at home. How long do you guys record for, and how long does editing take? A series of Chinese teenagers memorizing binary. Uh, we record using Audacity because we're cheap as shit. Uh, we have a very nice microphone, though, that I did invest in. We're cheap but classy. That's how we record at home, just in my computer room. The only thing, I mean, it's a small room that can be closed off. It in general, does a very good job of acoustics. Until the crows come. <laughs> Until we have crows attacking an animal outside the window, or the time that the fire trucks came to the apartments. Or this dick behind us right now who's staring at us. Or, Look at him coming this way. Or when, Dick, here he come. or when Dick Grayson comes in here to munch on his food. He's the loudest eater, the loudest cat you've ever heard eat in your life. Come here, buddy. Uh, we're talking shit. But about for you. the you most part, we have dumb animal. For the most part, we have good acoustics in here. On the road, I use a an app which also is free because again, cheap, cheap as shit. Uh, oh, cat. there's an app you can download on iPhone. I'm not sure if it's on uh, Android or not. Called Voice Record Pro, made by Bej Apps. Very good. And very in-depth app, too. Um, there's a sh- For a free app, it has tons of things. I can take a something that we record. It records an MP4. I can take it. I can... Here are all the options. I can send it to my email automatically, text message, save it to my Google Drive, Dropbox, OneDrive, BoxCloud, SoundCloud, Bluetooth. Like You can just post it automatically to Facebook or YouTube. What I do is I Wi-Fi download it. Wait, you can post it to YouTube so it'll convert it'll it? It'll just automatically, yeah, it just automatically does That is does it. awesome. What I do so that I can edit it in with the regular podcast is I do this Wi-Fi download. It gives me its own web server, and then I just pull it up on my computer, put that address in, and then it has all my files off my phone, and I just hit download, and it puts it on my laptop. Oh, that's awesome. And then I just take that and put it into the podcast, and then I edit it. Um so that's how long, it's how long do we record for? It just depends on the episode. Most of the time between one and, one and two hours. How long does editing take? Not that long. Um, if you want fancy editing, it yeah. takes a long ass time. See the way that we have it. Again, we're lazy and cheap as shit. We uh, we make Hunter do all the work. That's how lazy we are. We just do it all in one take for the most part. Um, when we have guests and stuff, I just pause and then bring them in. I, we've gotten pretty good at. At, at this at this point and so because we're good at it and we we're know how to do horror. it we we don't have to do too much editing um, and I i'd say like i'd spend a total of of half hour to an hour at the most 
I feel like if there's too many cuts, it's too noticeable, too. Like, it's really jarring sometimes. And there's a couple other podcasts I've listened to that do, they try to cut each segment and all that crap like We that. tried that at one point. It was a lot of work for me. People didn't like it, even though they're the same people that suggested it in the first place. It just, anyways. And I feel like the mistakes and awkward retardation are part of our appeal. <laughs> it is. Adam Love, this question is more directed towards Austin. Oh, God. Or did we already do this one where you pick your favorite Iron Man? No. I don't think we did. This question directed towards Austin as he likes Iron Man. Iron Man is my favorite character. What's your favorite piece that we have made of him? I'm partial to the classic Avengers Fast Forces, which is the newest one, mm-hmm. and the Ancestral Spirit ones. I do kind of like the Ancestral Spirits ones. God, if we're going gameplay, like playability-wise... Iron Man 001 Iron Man blows the rest out of the water to me. Like, he's super, super cool. He's just overall great piece. He's got all these different feasible aspects. Um, Sculpt-wise, I like the old Hulkbuster. Um, The old Hulkbuster sculpt's really good for its time. Talking about the Hammer and Thor one? Yeah, the Hammer... No. Was it Hammer and Thor? It was was something uh, else. What set was that? Hammer and Thorbuster. I'll I'll look it up while you're uh, Um, doing it. The... uh, Overall favorite piece. Or wait, was that one just called Hulkbuster? It was just called Hulkbuster. Okay, I'll find. Are you sitting there flipping through the Iron Man? Yeah, I'll find it while you're doing that. Um, I don't know. There's really overall, they give us a lot of good Iron Man figures. Mutations and Monsters, O fifty Super Rare Hulkbuster. Yeah, yeah, I like him too. Yeah. Um, M ten Iron Man, obviously. M ten Iron Man's great. Uh, they've given us a ton of good ones the new one from freaking avengers assemble is pretty solid too yes oh my goodness he's annoying to play against he's expensive like he's i'm primarily he's gonna, yeah you're primarily gonna see him in bigger point games but in those bigger point games you get more than your points out of him i tell you one i like a lot too that i never see played the other one out of marvel 10th anniversary the silver one that can promote and and 10 iron man i like I blame him a the lot. fact that i hate the old iron man suits you don't like the silver for nostalgia game? reasons. I'm like it looks. It. it I just, like them. Yeah, I like them. And then now the new Age of Ultron one is the gold suit. Freaking! I tell you what was severely disappointing, the Iron Man three set, because it gave us some cool figures, it, yeah. but not many cool Iron Man. No, it did not. And I was very mad about that. They did all those different Mark suits, and they all were overcosted. The as movie hell. did too. They're you so know what? overcosted. Um. The movie itself had that problem, too. They kind of showed up, like, all these different suits, like a space suit and all this crap like that, and then we got none of them. They just showed up for a split second and get blown up during an end scene. So and I was all about running to Target and trying to find all these I, specific we Iron Man. basically, at Target, like, every day before work. After and work. we got them all, and then never played. My brother worked at Target. We had a man on the inside. <laughs> I need to get him on the inside to give me some damn amiibos. He works at Lowe's now, so I don't know if Lowe's carries amiibos, but I'm pretty sure they <laughs> need to go back to Target. <laughs> We're going to start abusing him and having him get jobs at different stores. <laughs> Steven Welch says, Hey guys, hope I made it in for the 100th episode. Congrats. Thank you guys for consistently providing quality content. What I don't makes, know about quality, but what makes provided content. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What makes Clicks the game for you? Warhammer's a great game with war game unit building aspects. MTG is a game, great game with collectability and customization aspects. But why clicks and not another great game? What is it that clicks? Well, you guys are puntastic today. Oh man! What is it that clicks with you? I want to hear what aspects of the game makes Hero Clicks just a good game. 
but your game, not just your, I think he meant to say not just a good game, but your choice, your game of choice above all others. As someone who plays all three of those games, I don't really like clicks all that much. It's the people, it's the flavor of the pieces. Um, the characters. The characters by far. I, I, I disagree with MTG being collectible. That's the least aspect of it to me. I don't know. I, I, collect, I don't care I'm a collectible on a MTG. But I mean, clicks, clicks is definitely more collectible than MTG. Like, you have actual figures yeah, you and characters like, that you, you know... You can't really like own... display your MTG right, unless you want someone saying. to break into your house and steal As far as collectability, collection. Warhammer and Clicks are far above MTG. I MTG love... is gameplay. And it's funny to me because like I hate Warhammer as a game, but I love building and painting models. So like I have a ton of Warhammer shit that I'll never that'll never sit on the table. I don't know. It's just I think it's simplicity. I can say you can say it's a three hundred point event fifteen minutes before I have to be there. I can build a three hundred point team, grab the piece or have you grab the piece out of the box and we're good to go. Yeah, that's true. Um, it, it's very variable. Like if you think about it, you go to an MTG let's say you go to a constructed MTG event. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna see too big of a variance on the different decks there. Yeah. How many different variants are you going to see here locally if we do it? Like, we can have 12 people, and you're going to see 9 to 10 different theme teams yep. show up. You know what I mean? And especially since we do Gold and Silver Age type stuff here, like, you're going to see pieces from all through the game of Hero Clicks. So that's yeah. one another thing I like is variability. Prep, prep time, variability, um, ease of access I think is big. You can buy two boosters and play a team that it's just as good as someone else who freaking brings their expensive shit in. Um, uh, there's a lot of stuff that makes the game more accessible overall. That As far solid. as actual mechanics, though, I don't like it better than any other game. That's yeah. for sure. Craig Petty wants a Tecmodrome for the OP events. Or as a... Is. You need to read... Did you Did you write down the Ninja Turtles books I told you to read? No, I did not. You need to read them. Hunter, let's stop. I even linked you. I sent you a link to the books. I don't remember getting this Oh link. my god. I legitimately don't. Hunter, I just want to bring up, there was a period of two weeks there where I was getting one hour of sleep a night, and I don't remember anything that happened during those two weeks. I'm being 100% honest there. We got a message from Facebook user. Someone who deleted their Facebook after messaging us. Okay, that has to be what it is. I was going to say that. Thanks to no time. Is the ba- uh, Chad Van Horn, is the ban on Felix Faust for all rock events? Another example of WizKids giving figures mechanics, powers, abilities without testing them before release? People need to really chill out on this, I think. I think it's an easy oversight. Because I wouldn't have... Had it's a- an oversight. I don't know if I'd say easy. But the idea that when they made prob control, I wouldn't have even considered the fact that could you prob the dice? Because I was, I in my head, would be like, oh, you can only That's prob That's true. Maybe they... Here's the thing. I've come... We've been playing clicks for years and years and years now, and I've been looking at rules in depth, very in depth, for years and years and years now. I am now 100% certain, as, as shadowy and as secretive they whiz kids is about who's on design team who's on rules team who's on this and how many people do this how many, they never share any of this information they communicate with us very little to none at all i now can tell you for sure that the people who do the rules are for damn sure not the people who do the design of the figures i agree because if they were half of this shit would not get out and that's the problem right there is th- th- these figures need to also go through 
the rules because these things would get caught more often. But as also, I, I wanted to play the devil's advocate, there's so many pieces that they're pumping out at this point. You're bound to get some that are going to slip through the cracks. Honestly. I think it just, ha- but like, there's people out there who have this big conspiracy that like, oh, these kids just wanted to sell more Felix Fausts and all this crap. I don't think that. Yeah, I think that's a little bit. There are far better ways for them to make money, such right. as release a Batman. So that's a little more witch hunting, but. I do agree that they definitely need to do a better job playtesting. I, I fully... No, I fully agree with that. I just think people need to understand that there are mistakes that will be made, and sometimes they happen with expensive pieces. Malcolm Rush, the man from Japan. Non-HeroClix question. Top five comic book movies of all time can be a non-superhero comic book movie. Hmm. Well, the... Batman Begins and Dark Knight are definitely up there. That whole series is up there. Yeah. I really like Dark Knight Rises a lot. People... Guardians of the Galaxy, definitely there, too. Winter Soldier. Those are the two best Marvel Oh, Winter Soldier is easily my favorite Marvel movie. I loved Age of Ultron, don't get me wrong, but, like, in hindsight, looking back on it, it... Winter Soldier straight up was like, I couldn't shut up at that movie for, like, a week, and I was like, that was so awesome. Um, non, I'm trying to think of non-comic here or comic book but non-superhero movies I know but here's the thing a lot more movies than you think are comic book based <laughs> you know a movie I liked that you're going to be mad at me for liking because I didn't know who the character was beforehand I actually liked the Constantine movie back in the day I really enjoyed the Constantine movie Okay. see I wasn't sure because if Drew was here I'd be getting strangled right now oh we didn't mention the fact Drew's not here we just kind of let it happen <laughs> I'm trying to think. I liked the original Batman, the one with Jack Nicholson as Joker. I liked that a lot as a kid. It was, and still, it holds up. Blade. I really liked Blade. Oh yeah, I Blade love that whole Blade series. Um, Sin City. That's another one we forget that is Hellboy obviously Hunter. a comic. See the thing about Hellboy. Obviously, I like them, but it just makes me sad that we're not getting a third it's one. Okay. So I tend to block it out in my head. Um, the new Dread movie. I love the new Dread movie. Yeah, 2012 one. Yeah. Um. 300 was a good comic book movie. Mm. List of films based on comics. Hey, Wikipedia, you have a list for everything, and I love you for it. Oh, man. So many lists. Why would they not just be in... Scroll up. Freaking... They had, uh, at the top, American was its own. List of English-language comics. Uh, let's see... We're just looking through a list. Obviously the Archie movie. <laughs> We're looking through a list here to make sure we didn't forget anything. Uh, oh, Big, Big Hero, Hero 6. Six. That was a good movie. I cried. You cried? I cried. You I couldn't take it, man. It was just too much. It was just the heartstrings. Catwoman, obviously, was a stellar piece <laughs> Oh, God, of there's so many gifs people use on the internet from that movie still. <laughs> Electra was a stellar movie, too. Along with Ghost Rider Spirit <laughs> of Vengeance. <laughs> did Aaron tell you about that he was sitting there watching this movie and he's like god this is the worst movie I think I've ever seen for like 15 minutes and then his skull ignites and he goes I'm watching Ghost Rider 2 (laughs) and he he goes he walks in my room and he goes I'm watching this movie thinking this is the dumbest movie I've ever seen in my life and then I realize I'm watching Ghost Rider 2 he was so sick I forgot Men in Black was based on comics the first one is so good. The other two are okay, but the first one's so good. 
the first Punisher movie from 2004. I liked R.I.P.D. Very good. See, that's the movie. We wouldn't watch it together we at the dollar, the dollar theaters. We both liked it. It was not great. We went in with low expectations. It was it's funny. Jeff Bridges. It doesn't have to be great. It had Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. And we were like, that's what my mom said. Movie. My mom got it off Redbox and was like, is this a good movie? I was like, I enjoyed it. And yeah. she was like, I loved it. Yeah, I liked it too. People hate it all over that damn movie. I mean, I don't know the comic of it, so maybe it could be something there, but... Spawn. I've never been big into Spawn. Growing up, I had friends that were way into it. I mean, I love Todd... Is it Todd McFarlane? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love his art style and everything and all the other crap he's done. Maybe when they eventually reboot it somehow, I'll try to get into it, but... And V for Vendetta, for sure. Yeah. One of my favorite books and movies ever. I thought the movie... The movie did a good job of... Of keeping the theme, but adding slight tweaks here and there to keep it different. Like, you don't feel like you're... Wa- kind of like with Walking Dead. Like, that's what I like about the show is it's not exactly like the comics, so I'm surprised at times. Mm-hmm. And that's what I liked about B for Vendetta. They changed just enough to keep it interesting, but still super close to the subject matter. Or to the uh, the media matter. B for Vendetta. Oh, my God. I just actually recently reread it too. Um, Darren McCracken. That sounds like a fake name. I have just started playing Hero Clicks. Was wondering how do you store your clicks? What if what are some must-have pieces to get? For the must-haves, go to our um, Meta Toolkit, Meta Toolkit episodes, and our named necessities or theme necessity episode type things. Again, go to Hero Clicks or ValleyForHeroClicks.Podbean.com. As far as storing, there's lots of different ways. Um, I use giant Ziploc freezer bags, and I sort those by set, and I use those for the older figures that I don't play very often, and then I put them in big paper boxes. And then my favorite theme teams that get played often, I have about 20 of the big rectangular clear tackle boxes that you use for fishing. They're about $4 a piece at Walmart or Myers or whatever kind of store you guys have in your area. In weird country and, and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> they have like basically four horizontal rows. That's what you want. So each row is a different theme team of characters that get played often. It's a, If it's a big name like Avengers, it'll get two or three rows to itself. And I'll put all the figures that we play most often in, when we play those theme teams. And then I take a label maker and on the outside of the boxes I list the different theme teams so it'll say Avengers slash Guardians of the Galaxy slash whatever and that way I can keep them stacked up and easily pull out the ones that I need I have two storage solutions personally I use the good old fashioned cardboard box full of everything I own and the uh, I buy deep toolboxes from Home Depot they're a little more pricey like 30-40 bucks for uh, moving everything but you can fit like resources and stuff like that in them which makes for a great one solution carry all your crap kind of thing that does it for Mailbox. The last thing we're going to do is wrap up Best Build and announce the winner. I cannot remember who the heck Drew picked. Do you remember what Drew played? What theme team it was? So the event, to, to set He's things up... i kind of sick. I feel like I should call him. To set things up, the event was 1,000 points, and you had to play a theme team, and you could not play uh, resources and all that, all that jazz. Basically, just 1,000-point theme teams. Uh, golden Age, so any figure. I know that Austin picked uh, Elicio Rivera's team here. Uh, I I just remembered what Drew's team was. Drew had the Asgardian team. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was a good team, too. 
He had three trolls, King Thor at full points, Black uh, the Black, Widow, Black Chase. Widow Chase, and Loki from Avengers Assemble. I don't remember. I think that one was at the cheaper dial. And then the old Valkyrie. Let me tell you guys about this piece. Future star on uh, Silver Age Valley Porter. If you're looking for a, something to build up your Asgardian teams, this is a piece I play almost every time I play Asgardian. And I've played her. Hammer of Thor's 012 Valkyrie is one of the best medics. 38 points, a damage power. When a friendly character with both Asgardian and Deity is within 8 squares, Valkyrie can use support and carry, but only to carry friendly characters with the Asgardian keyword. She has a 10 attack, so for only 38 points... You're getting to heal up your dudes and carry them regardless of the, as long as they have a yeah as guardian. She's a solid, very solid piece. <laughs> but anyways, uh, that was his team. He went one and two, I think. One and two and still one and won two. It. Oh wait, we only played two rounds because it was a thousand points. Yeah. He went zero oh and two then, I I believe. You mean two and zero? Oh? oh, and he lost two. He lost both his games, didn't he? Then how did he win best build? I thought you won. No. Oh, then I'll... Drew then, won best I'm build. I'm sorry, I got you confused. Drew won. Oh, gee, thanks, Hunter. <laughs> I was thinking that you thanks won. Thanks for reminding me of the salt in my wound here. No, I lost. Okay. I got. I went 0-2 with my team. Elicia Rivera's was Austin's team. Wait, no, I went 1-1. Which had... Yeah, you went 1-1. Days of Future Past, and I went 0-2. That's right. First time ever on best build. What? We are in a topsy-turvy world right I now. I know. Elicia Rivera... Uh, his team was Nimrod from Days of Future Pass at 350. Right. Alpha Class Sentinel at 350. 001 Days of Future Pass Sentinel. Three of those guys at 75 points. And then Justin Seffert. And the robot keyword, or the robot ATA on all those figures. How was that team? Uh, that team was great, actually. Justin is an amazing piece. What actually cost me my loss was I went up against a Yellow Lantern Sinestro Core team that was that uh, had Parallax on a. Uh, King Thor, and King Thor is just rough. Like, he just takes you and well, goes at it. Gives you the hammer, son. He does. Drew had Jacob Huff's team, so Jacob Huff, you're the winner, and I will send you a reply on your email here. My team was the um, Syndicate, Crime Syndicate, from... Oh, that's right. I remember. From that. J-Webb, and... Because it, you were playing Superman without the cape. I was. It had basically everyone from the Fast Forces, and then from the main set, I had Seeking, Grid, and the Uncommon Outsider, who you can deal him a damage instead of using the Crime Syndicate team ability token thing. Oh, got my butt kicked. It wasn't necessarily that the team was awful. It's that everyone else brought the It was that everyone <laughs> else brought some good shit. Uh... I did have very close matches in both my matches, so it, it's not that I, I got the crap kicked out of me. I was very happy with the Outsider. I thought he was phenomenal for what he does, for taking that extra damage for basically any of your guys to have prob at any time, and you to take the damage on him was very useful. Uh, and then him having regen so that after you do it, you can heal him back up was very useful. I was not sold, uh, sold on Grid. Definitely not a good piece. Um, the Ultraman from the Fast Forces was missing his cape. Missing his cape. We've so he established lost half his power. He was decent. Sea King surprisingly did a lot of work. All of that figure, even though he's not like great or anything. 
Um, Johnny Quick was okay, but definitely not very good in big points games. The thing he has is hit-and-run ability, but in a 1,000-point game, it's a lot harder for him to hide, so people kept picking him off pretty quickly. I'm trying to think who who I would say was like a pleasant surprise, like better than I thought. Power Ring was a little better than I thought. Um, That's surprising he doesn't look good at all. The Owlman was pretty good, better than I thought, a little bit better than I thought. That's about it. Like I said, I had close matches. Um, I just, I barely lost both of them. And had the last, yeah, I, I, I ended up almost went squeaking out a win in the second one when I shouldn't have even been close. So, yeah, I went 0-2 and two and also went 1-1 one and one and Drew went 2-0. and zero. Yeah, the my other game went astoundingly. That team was great. Like, Nimrod, Nim, I can't wait to play Nimrod again. Like, that was just a fun piece. I played against an Avengers team. Remember earlier I talked about Jake playing against Jake's Avengers team that had the Hulk? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the team that I played against first, and I lost at the end. Oh, I remember what happened. I spent so... He played all three of the super rares mm-hmm. that stack. I know. I played against his team. I took out Cap so that they they would lose leadership. He, what happened was he had there was a point in the game at the beginning. All his figures had two tokens. And he had that cap still alive, and, and they the leadership off each other. So I was like, "Fuck this cap, he's going down." I killed the cap, and Jake's like, "Oh, damn!" Now I have to clear. I'm like, "Yeah, that's the idea." I was like, "Okay, Hunter, you're doing good. You got the. You're still on track. Your team's a little, quite a bit worse than his team, but we can do. We can win this." You're so like I'm, that. <laughs> you're like that freaking inner city school baseball team that doesn't yeah. have good equipment this or is, anything. This is uh, what's that movie called? Hard not hard luck. What hardball? It was hardball with Keanu Reeves and the little black kid. We going to the ship. So then... Why you got to be a black kid? I was like, okay, who's who's the biggest threat now? Okay, it's this damn uh, Thor giving everybody energy explosion and all my guys are bunched up. Okay, fuck this Thor. Let's go after him. So we all bunch up on Thor. We get him down to his last click. Oh, hold on. We got to pull up this Thor. Because this Thor... This Thor is nuts. The Thor is the reason that I lost. Honestly, this is probably the best Thor they've printed, I would honestly. The Thor, I put so much energy into killing this son of a bitch. And he goes on to a 19 regeneration. After, <laughs> this is after I've outwitted him twice and bust... I mean, I busted him. I used all my probs. I was like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to kill this guy. He has nine clicks of life. Every click on the eight clicks has invincible, impervious, or invul. I finally get him on the last click. First of all, I'm like, well, surely he's not going to have nine clicks of life. So this, let's do, okay, let's put our okay. perplex on the attack and not damage. We'll no. Put some ice on your butthole. It'll feel okay. So he goes on 19 regen. I try to hit him five times and miss every single time, even with probs. I kill my outsider trying to prob all these. And then he regents, rolls fucking six, and I, I was screwed from there. Let's just put it that way. Oh, it was beautiful. I laughed. Had so the hard. Thor died, I feel very confident I would have won because at that point in the game, I was up quite a bit. But uh, <laughs> that's our just the tip for today. If your opponent has a figure with regen, try to have someone close enough to prob it in some way. <laughs> and I kept outwitting the regen and trying to bide my time, but eventually he was able to kill my outwitter, and then I was screwed. Yeah, I went up against that Thor um, in our match because I played against that exact team. That was a rough team to fight. Uh, with that Tony, Cap, and Thor all bunched together, like... They're so good buffing each other, man. Oh, yeah. They're almost as good as the uh, Trinity ones. 
Um, I really like that attack and defense mode Sentinel, too. Um, I wrecked house with him in that game. He was just, like, back and forth. And uh, what I kept getting was uh, the can't take power actions in six squares or whatever. And that really, that screws with some people pretty badly. Damn it, dick. <laughs> uh, second round, I played against a Brotherhood of Mutants team that was had a lot of really good um, support pieces. Was it 15 leeches? And, no. Leeches and Brotherhood. Maybe Silver Ringed. Had the Chaos War, <laughs> the Chaos War, Fast Force, the Scarlet Witch, Destiny. Um, what's his name? Ah, oh, shit. Quake. The guy who quakes. Avalanche. Avalanche. And uh, the Magneto Chase with the Brotherhood of Mutants ATA. So all these guys are getting willpower from Magneto. So I'm like, all right, let's get rid of Destiny first, because. Destiny if any literally could shut down your entire yeah. team. Destiny literally shits all over the crime syndicate team ability. I don't think you know what it literally means. No, she was shitting <laughs> on the board. So I was like, let's get rid of Destiny. So I focus all my I focus I kill Destiny. I'm like, alright, we're doing good. Let's kill Magneto now so that he doesn't get any willpower. It takes a lot longer to kill Magneto than I would like, but I kill Magneto. Uh but still, the, I got quaked all to hell by that damn Avalanche because he had so many TKers on his team. He just TK Avalanche in. I knew it was going to happen, but there's literally nothing I could do you know, to prevent it because his reach is so far mm-hmm. on his quake, especially in a 1,000-point game. Like You want to talk about figures that are okay for small-point games, but the bigger point game you go up, their their point value should like double. Like Avalanche is, is in that discussion. Oh, yeah. Um, I, it came down to the wire. I I got close, but I ultimately ended up losing. But it was a fun match. I like matches that are close like that. Um, team wasn't all that great, but it was still fun. I don't regret playing them, and I, I did want to try a lot of those pieces. As far as will I ever play any of them again, like was I pleased with them? Probably not. If I do play another Crime Syndicate team, though, I will definitely think about putting that outsider on there. I did really like him. The uncommon one. If I recall, we shit all over him when he was spoiled, too. No, we, we didn't like him for sealed. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Which kind of makes sense. Yeah. But we said, as constructed, that ability is going to be pretty useful, and it was. It was it was useful. Yeah. But, so that's how best build went. We will have another one for you guys come July. Um, not exactly sure what the event's going to be yet. So we'll have, to, we'll have to look at our upcoming schedule. I know things are a bit tricky for us coming up because... We have Indie PopCon next weekend, correct? Yep. So, we have two weeks of no hero clicks. Yeah, we have a decent amount. Because then we have Gen Con, which, uh, let's Jul- see. <laughs> yeah, so we have July 4th. We, yeah, right. We canceled one because it was the 4th of July, correct? Um, so no clicks next week because of that, because of Indie PopCon. No clicks on July 4th because it's July 4th. And then we have... So now we have to catch up on Age of Ultron. I guess our... I can go ahead and give you guys an idea. Don't submit yet, but we're probably going to do a 500-point theme team for our next uh, next best build because that's pretty much the only one we can do. The, yeah, because then we jump right into freaking uh, Battle of the Millennium. Yeah. We are almost Oh, wait, are you Battle putting Battle of the Millennium. Millennium Month 6 on the Gen Con weekend? No. Yes. Where's Gen Con? Gen Con 730 through 82. 
Well, I'll have to move it again. <laughs> this is a very tricky time of year for us I because know. two conventions, uh, both in a row. And, and then see, I, I hadn't planned on canceling for PopCon, but so many people are going. And then plus Harry's gone too. And this week for so, Battle of Millennium, like four of us are. So I'm yeah, I I'm gonna go ahead and cancel that. So yeah, our our schedule's a little spotty. We may not do best build at all. Is what I'm getting at. We'll have to see. We may do it. We may do it. We'll do best build live. Age of Ultron OP one. You build our teams. We give you the figures. Because we may have to move Age of Ultron up to there, and Battle Millennium up to there, and then yeah. have that off. So we actually, I'll go ahead and tell you, we're probably not going to do best build in July. <laughs> Will this be the first month we haven't had a best build? No, there's been ones before. The uh, around in December we didn't because we had Christmas and we had. Um, Are our fans really going to be that disappointed, yeah, Hunter? I doubt it. They don't really care. I don't know, we get a lot of submissions. I feel like half these people don't even play Hero Clicks, they just build teams for best build. I feel like they prob- there may be people who create multiple Gmail accounts and they just keep submitting <laughs> multiple ones. Damn it, now I just gave everybody who's not already doing that the idea that... It costs money to make that. Gmail accounts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like hundreds of dollars. Don't do Your it. first one's free, after that it's $200 each. Anyway. Send a shadow claimer to a gmail.com PayPal. And any dick pics. Uh, and any dick pics. <laughs> Especially dick pics. So next week, we're going to talk about Avengers Roundtable resource. We are going to have a special guest. Uh, at that point, I'm in I'm in talks with a bunch of people, actually, to, to set up. Okay, I didn't know if you had one locked in there. <laughs> no, that's why, I don't, that's why I don't want to say yet, because I don't know exactly who's going to be here next week. Trying to see if it can be Edward, but I know he's busy, because he has a, uh anniversary for his podcast coming up too and he's doing a big ama thing actually this is a perfect segue to promoting that go to starting over podcast um he's gonna be doing an ama i'm not sure if he's doing it on the ret hero click subreddit or on youtube on his youtube channel starting over podcast youtube channel either way just make sure you follow us which is another segue right into follow us on facebook or twitter we're getting pretty damn good at this podcasting all these segues and uh Follow. Make sure you follow us on there, and then as soon as I get the info from Edward, you can. Uh, I'll, I'll put it on there, and you can check it out there. We got more segues than a mall security force. <sighs> do they use those things anymore? They do. I feel like that was a fad that quickly. Actually, I, I don't even want to. I don't even want to say it died. I don't think it ever developed. It never took off. The first. Place. This is not a plane that took off. This is one of those that runs off the end of the runway. Although, <laughs> although at the NBA Finals, J.R. Smith had a segue that has no steering. Did you see this? No. There's ones that that don't have a bar. You just stand on. Yeah. It's about this big, and it I just want goes. But he's just gliding. If any of my users ever want to be the best fan ever, like I will give you an unofficial title. Send me a segue. I don't know about all this. this is... <laughs> we can accept gifts, Hunter. We just can't. Let's just say, don't keep your sell hopes products. Up. Don't keep your hopes up. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> we will see you guys next week. Later, guys.